Blog Talk Radio. Greetings and salutations to all the listeners of WrestleCast Radio. This is the Fallen Angel, Christopher Daniels. Not only am I Ryan's favorite wrestler, but I'm also the co-host's favorite wrestler. And Ryan's not a good enough friend to name his co-host in this request for this particular video. So Ryan, you and your co-host have issues to talk about. But if you're listening to WrestleCast Radio, you're probably listening to me blather on. And I wanted to say, hope you guys have a great Christmas and a happy new year. Um, 2020 is going to be a great year for AEW. I'm sure it'll be also great for WrestleCast Radio. And no matter what you do, remember that I will SC you later.
This is WrestleCast Radio. Ready. Ladies, ladies and gentlemen, it is about that <laughs> time. As DDT says, you got to go, 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 go. Because DDT's Dude, got a really good card coming up. Really his spot card. on DDT I, was was amazing during that, that crazy one-pin uh, sit-down matchup where he was all in his moveset, and then he just started dancing. It was brilliant. Oh, yeah, uh, Harada. Harada, yes. I, I always forget his name. Harada, Hiroshima. I mean, so so many exclamations, but Harada has the dance moves that will uh, definitely oh, put anyone to shame. But I don't know. You I, got I, some pretty good dance moves. You're the only person I've ever seen, especially in Las Vegas, where someone bought you a drink. A lady bought you a drink this because is true. you danced her, um, you know, out of control. Well, you know, sometimes when, you know, I was a little younger in my days, my hips moved a little better. I was able to dance, able to cut a rug and, you know, hey, it, it defeats the purpose that women won't buy a man a drink. If they That's true. Dance well, shout and, out to, uh, shout out to that. <laughs> and I saw another time where we won't get it. But to be fair, though, um, to that first time, yeah, that that was definitely before you got suplexed in Mandan, North Dakota, on the uh, on the floor. Yeah, that was. Hey, I also I also in Mandan sold uh, sold uh, the bartender uh, an eight by ten and got a drink bought two from her. So back in Man. the day, blonde hair and tan Ryan in, in his twenties was a pretty tight guy. Now it's I'm a funny. You were like thirty one. Who, uh, oh, yeah, I guess it was, because it wasn't too long ago. Now I'm, I'm more worried about, God damn it, pick up your Paw Patrol toys. And... That's a lot of Paw Patrol. I mean, why mm-hmm. isn't Chase on that case, the cleanup case? Yeah. Speaking of Chase of the case, I just totally forgot, Alex, that uh, it's Russell Kingdom uh, review time. I, I didn't know where we were going there, and I went, oh, I, <laughs> I, I knew there was a reason we came on, and, and we just, uh, <laughs> I mean, we're bad duck. Just yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it, it wasn't like we saw two of the, the best wrestling shows I have seen maybe ever. Um, ever? I, I, I screamed, Alex, um, the last three matches of night one of Wrestle Kingdom. Now, now two of the three have been getting ra- amazing reviews. The middle of the eight, two. Eight stars. Eight stars. The, the meat of the sandwich, uh, per se, is, mm-hmm. is hit or miss. Um, I'm on the hit side, but I think that was the, the best three closing match stretch I've I've seen on a wrestling show. Like I Agreed. liked it more than that four match stretch at Wrestle Kingdom 11 that had Kenny Okada. And Kenny Okada is still, I think, the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. But I mean, I went five on the last three. I know a lot of people didn't go as high on White. And, I was about and, to say, and, I know uh, you were pretty high during Nido and White oh but uh and I and I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I don't get the white haters again as I mentioned um in our chat groups. I'm just joining random wrestling groups over on the book of face and just you know, I'm on a new Japan group and you know, just seeing like it feels weird. I feel like the Ryan of this group where I'm like 
dropping knowledge on, on all these reels. Like, well, actually, by the way, in Wrestle Kingdom 11, and I'm like, oh, you should really check this out. I'm like, oh, my God, what's happening? But it's yeah. it's very cool. But just reading the Jay White haters, the Okada haters, Whoa. it just baffles me. And thank you, thank you. I'm just like to the point where it made me like Naito Jay White Night 1 a little bit more. And, and don't get me wrong, I enjoyed it. To be fair, I was very groggy watching it live because I was it was way past my bedtime, um, and and I had a few sandwiches and uh, and and a group of people over, so that was fun. But um, it was uh, you know, it was great. When I rewatched it later that morning, definitely I appreciated it. I loved these two couple, you know, maybe a year down the line, you know, we get a title rematch. Um, and, and I'm all for it. Jay White is, is so amazing. I can get where, yes, it can get a little bit monotonous with him, you know, at, at times. And, and I have seen that in stretches, but, but again, he's the best heel in the game. Sorry, MJF. Um, not that you would care, but you know, I, I mean, I, I definitely would say it's definitely in the, in, in the four and a halves again, that second viewing, I was like, damn, this is a really good match. Cause you, you, Texted me at like 6 a.m. like best stretch five stars all around and I was like, eh. <laughs> but you know you're, you're you're not wrong like you said it, it's so flippy floppy. Um, WrestleMania 17 I will also say had the best uh, three match streak there if you will. Um, of course ending with Austin and The Rock. Yes, the ending you know depending on how you feel is shite. Um, but again, that match just built up and let's not forget that limp biscuit, uh, theme, uh, or yeah. that, that promo package before, <laughs> uh, of course the undertaker triple H match, uh, where people are getting choke slammed off of like, you know, uh, giant, uh, camera stages and, and whatnot, um, was, it was pretty damn cool. I, I love that match. Still one of my favorite WrestleMania matches of all time. And of course, let's not forget, uh, the one, the prelude of the three, the gimmick of Battle Royal, where we did get to see the gobbledygooker and, of course, Iron Sheik choke, uh, you know, getting choking out. And, of course, uh, winning the set of gimmick Battle Royal. R.I.P. It's, it's fantastic that uh, he wins the gimmick Battle Royal because he couldn't get eliminated because he couldn't take the bump. He could not so. at all. He could barely <laughs> walk. Half that roster. Holy moly. Oh. So I, I'm obsessed with cagematch.net. I put uh, Jordan on the cage match a while ago, and he's like, man, I want to come up with all sorts of crazy like matches and things for you to do and review. And we had talked about that like a month or two ago, and yeah. um, I forgot to follow back Great up idea. on it. Um, cagematch.net for night two. There was eight matches on the, the card, right? Because it was nine with the pre-show. I believe is what it was. Yeah, it was eight matches. Yep. Um, they have seven of the eight matches as recommended watches. Like, that's how good night two was. I mean, I, I would not disagree. I, I would also say night one had, I'd say, four for sure. I mean, I, honestly, Ryan, I would include Moxley and Archer in, in an almost a five-star. I mean, that's definitely a, a four and a half. Highly recommend. The only thing that took it out for me is it reminds me of a meme where um, they were talking about how John Moxley, it was like a Simpsons meme where it was just like, okay, so you want a wild renegade, you know, a hardcore John Moxley who also works safe in the ring. You know, of course, from uh, him and, and Kenny Omega in that unsanctioned match drawn a lot of internet heat there. But um, with this one, I'm not going to lie, man, that that DDT kind of in between the tables, I was like, holy bleep. 
That oh looked God. like it hurts. God bless Archer for getting up. That match, man, that was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, again, beginning a, a great six-month run that we've seen from Lance Archer, especially, you know, starting with the G1 in Dallas um, with his match against Osprey, which I'm sure will be on, on both of our lists coming up here for uh, 2019 WrestleCast Radio's uh, Best and Worst of the year. Um, Let's hope I'm not too pissed Saturday night when we do that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, there might be a change of date. We we might have a date night. I just realized we're we're kidless that night. So so we... Quack, quack. We can do it Sunday night, then, if you want. Even better. uh, So you can enjoy the Viking game a little more. Yeah, then I can sit there and bitch, piss, and moan. Um, they get slapped, <laughs> and I don't have to do it on the radio. I can't believe I had to watch it, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the award show. And complete- oh no, ninety percent would be Kirk Cousins because I would turn it into a Viking chat show. You hey, know me. Hey, don't don't hate on the KC baby. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying if he's consistent, like he was in a week eight through like hey. eleven. Then yeah, they have a chance. Bomb the Thielen, baby. Look, he even has, he even is a pro wrestling fan. I think I don't know for sure. Is he really? I cannot confirm or deny. But if you listen to this, he's a little DX. If you know what I mean. I got three words for you. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got three words for you. That's right. Something awesome. else, but um, we're uh gonna grab gonna grab the, the call in a second here. We just wanted to kind of get rolling on this. Cage match, the cage match inmates who they, they basically do out of a 10 point system. Um, mm-hmm. Naito Okada is sitting at a seven or a 9.74 right now. Wow. <laughs> Little like, low there, bros. Come on. Come on. Um, the only match that didn't get a, a recommended grade is Moxley Juice. And that was fine. It wasn't, it wasn't like mind numbing. Yeah. Um, really? That's the only one, huh? That's yeah, funny. It's, that's funny to me. I well, and like I look at I look at my my so I I've watched both of these shows again, and mm-hmm. I've changed for better for worse my ratings things like that. That's the only match that is under a four on night two for me. Is like, Moxley Juice? Yeah, I went three stars on Mox Juice because yeah. of the spectacle of what it was. Yeah, right now on Grapple. 658 people have reviewed it. Okada Naito is a 4.85 right now. How is that not a five star? I don't get where there was a flaw. It told a perfect story. <laughs> it, it alluded to the, the callbacks, as you like to point out, which even I was like, I remember that spot. I remember this. And, and of course, kudos <laughs> to the, uh, the commentary team there. Shout out to Chris Charlton. Uh, go pick up his book, uh, Eggshells. Um, kind of wrestling yeah. the Tokyo Dome there. I can't wait to pick that up. But it was, I mean, honestly, from Naito walking down to thinking, I don't know if it, it's going to work out for him, to him hitting Destino after Destino, to Okada countering from getting, you know, after kicking out, getting, you know, delivering drop kicks galore, which was amazing. I loved how that was the go-to, was the drop kick to kind of get Naito to try to get him off his game there. Um, and and honestly, if if you don't think that's a five star match, rewatchability is insane. I've I probably watched this match four times, Ryan, since and 
I, I find something new with each viewing, and that's kind of kind of how I felt with the uh, night one main event. To me, that again just told a fantastic story. Yes, we like to say Ibushi is you know the new school and whatnot, but guys, he's like seven years older than Kazuchika Okada. <laughs> that's the crazy thing. Yeah, he looks twenty. He looks like I guess that's coming on Mr. Uh, Jordan. Uh, I don't know if we should say his last name, but he looks like that guy. And it's just like, yeah, you think he's 24, but nope, 37. It's <laughs> nuts. Yeah, it, it just, like, I'm, and that, that one too, there's 828 ratings on, on Abushi Okada. That's at a 4.84. So, like, Still so you, you had, yeah, that's, and that's the one thing too. I'm not, I, I don't want to. A lot of people more. wanted Abushi to leave. Do you think a lot of well, these ratings are emotional based? Because seriously, everything I was seeing was like, "Oh, Bushi should have won." Oh, Bushi was like, "No, guys, so, settle down." The, the only reason you you don't do Okada is because you already had sold so many. You did over seventy thousand, so you didn't yeah. need to give the match away. But I, I'm fine with the payoff. Like for people, oh, it's, it's just what I said last year with Jay White. I'm so sick of people who don't understand that that this guy has a pacing and a way where he can control a match. Look what he did with Naito. You could tell damn five it's minutes. It's methodical. That's Naito why I like White. It's planned. Or, yeah, Naito, it's planned. He had Jay, Jay White ran that match. He was the general of that <laughs> match, and Naito went perfectly fine along with it, and it was fantastic. You know, so I'm going to say the same thing. All these Okada haters are like, well, he's, he's, he's lost the steps since Kenny left. Yeah. Tell me. What? Tell me what Kenny has done in the last year, and tell me what Okada has done in the last year. I don't know. And him and Shima was pretty good. Yeah, but it, okay. To be fair, <laughs> like, do you think though everyone that comes to Kenny's defense is because I mean I don't want to sound uh, insensitive or prejudiced. It's just it's a white guy. No, it's because Canadian? they don't like New Japan. They hate New Japan because they bury hate they minorities. Bury the elite. Is that they why? I don't get it. They don't. They don't want New Japan is evil because they don't want to work with the elite in AEW. So we don't like New Japan. That's exactly oh my God, what it's it the is. other way around. They're the ones being babies. Oh, they didn't beg for us to stay. Oh, we didn't get paid. Blah blah blah. Uh, exposure. I, I they were getting always, more exposure on New Japan than they were on Ring of Honor. Yeah. I don't get I will, how people don't realize that. I will back those guys because I love their work. But but you damn well can't tell me that they. New Japan didn't need them. They we saw no. this when Styles, uh, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and and Shinsuke left. Shinsuke mm-hmm. is one of the best wrestlers in the last decade. Was on pace to, and then he left and killed any momentum he had. They don't need these guys. They and, and here's here's the kicker, Alex. Here here's here's the freaking kicker. You get to the end of this show where Okada just put over Naito so much. Yeah. And, and Jay White put over Naito so much that Naito finally got the rub and, and Naito put out some of the best work he did. And it was beautiful. Cause like even Jay White, when Naito slipped a couple times on those ropes, Jay White was so quick to catch it and make it look like it was a, not a botch whatsoever. And, and yeah, it, was, yeah. it was perfect. When, I, when Doof was watching it on my chair, I was like, Oh, come on, Naito. Oh, good catch. Jay White. He's like, I think he was trying to sell the leg and that's why it was happening. Happening. I'm like, sure. If you don't think that was, that was Naito just botching. Great. Then no one else did either, and I'm probably the only one. <laughs> one. And so honestly, that's yeah, that's me that too. That's and, I'm going to go back and watch it again because I'm I'm sure I'll be like, oh, sh- he's right. 
Yeah, but but they were so fluid with it, and and his opponents went out there, and and they did exactly what they were supposed to do, and they got Naito to be the guy, and mm-hmm. Naito rode with it and did everything so perfect. He was in oh, peril. He, he fought through it. He used nefarious means to to get Okada off his game, which nobody has ever been able to really do like that. Even Balloon Okada wasn't always, like, he was off his game, but he just wasn't, like, when he's mentally in. Dude, that demonic look we saw from Okada towards the end was awesome. Mm -hmm. That was just, you know, like, what shade of Okada is this? That that was and that was that was that art of the storytelling where Naito has mm-hmm. nothing left in him. So this last gasp, he just spits in his face and yeah. triggers Okada <laughs> out of him. Where Okada does rainmaker after rainmaker trying to punish him. And then when he made his mistake, he hit him with Gloria. He hit him with the Stardust yep. Press. And he hit him with Destino and won. And it was a perfect story because somebody finally got Okada off his game. The crowd was blowing the building off the roof. Mm-hmm. He finally was going to close a Tokyo Dome show with a fist in the air. God is my yep. witness. Los and then Kenta jumps his ass. Like, it's yep. so perfect. It's perfect. It, it's perfect storytelling. Meanwhile, on All Elite Wrestling, you have the stupid freaking Dark Order doing... He, tell me why, why Player Uno or Dark Uno, whatever that stupid hell his name is, decides to, like, rub his... put his hand in... In, in Matt Jackson's mouth and then just pull it out. Like, wh- what are you doing? Are you like flirting with him? Like, what kind oh, of no. weird ass shit was that? There was, a, and then he held up his hand like there was blood on there and it, there was nothing. It was just saliva. And then they just end with him <laughs> uh, doing a maniacal uh, Inspector Gadget villain. <laughs> and, oh and you, no! You fans want to blame New Japan? Yeah, that's stupid. You, they Good New God. Japan. They're going to change wrestling, which we all, I mean, we clamored for. We went there. We lived it. And then on the same show, they have an alien, a dinosaur, a librarian, a cult, and a witch. (laughs) So I don't want to hear any people trying to bury this show, bury New Japan, and try to bury Okada. You guys are are idiots. I'm, I'm telling you flat out, you, you know, everyone has an opinion and, and that's the best part about wrestling, but I'm going to, I'm going to make a controversial statement and say it right now. And I don't care what anyone says at us, whatever you want to do. If your opinion was Okada just just didn't didn't do the right thing with Ibushi and this show just wasn't what it was, you have a shitty wrestling opinion and you should stop watching. Yeah, go watch Baron Corbin and pour dog food on a, a not very good, yeah. not very over wrestler. Um, I, I and, couldn't agree and, more. I I brought two WWE too, people. Two I don't want you near DDT and Dragon Gate either if you have that opinion. Just stay away yeah. from what we like. Please. Oh, agreed. Uh, we we might just be pure oh. so for like ever. Um, but anywho, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but I brought I'm two WWE tonight, wrestling, you know wrestling fans. You know they it was you know they were like we've heard of New Japan. I've seen snippets here and there. They were excited to come over for Wrestle Kingdom. We we you know they were they dude. You know how much that they enjoyed it is they were blown away. Ryan, by the Tenkozi Yuji Nagata Manabu Nakanishi <laughs> yeah. match, they were like, "That's amazing!" Like they were all loving Nagata's chops, like all that stuff there, and or Kojima's chops, and it was just crazy. They loved that match, and then what blew them away was the Liger Eight Man. They're like, "Whoa, these old guys can you know move pretty well," and like. They watched everything up until the Moxley Archer match. They're like, hey, it's 3 a.m. We got to go. 
I was like, no problem. You know, so they came over early the next night to finish the last three. Um, which again, that last three stretch, like, oh my God, like you said, amazing. So I was just like texting them the next day, and and they loved, you know, they wanted to see the Moxley match. That was of course they knew, so they really enjoyed that match. Like, wow, that was amazing. I'm totally impressed. Throughout the night, they're like, wow, they just insult our intelligence on Mondays and Fridays. Like, why do we even watch that? Like, they would just open question it the whole time. And then they saw Hiromu Takahashi and Will <laughs> Then they saw Naito J.Y. Then they saw Kata Ibushi. So oh they're just God. like, we, we're done. We're done watching yeah. American wrestling. It, it, I was like, no, watch a- Game Changer Wrestling. That's the one. Yeah. Well, here's something you could say to him too. And Warrior this is, wrestling. This is where I was going with when I brought up Kenta, but I got so pissed off I forgot what I was even trying to say, and I just started screaming and ranting. Like literally, I I, I was standing out of my chair when I screamed, "I'm fired up tonight." Um, <laughs> Gato in six months took a guy who toiled and did nothing but shit, and had Ari Davari as his manager. Which nothing it's Ari Davari. I like the man personally. I urinated on his belt at a bar on accident or in a car. What? Uh, but that, that's neither here nor there. Sorry, Arya. Um, yeah, it was a long night. Um, but, like, you know, he, he's in this a lot company of for, like, four or five years, and in six months, they turned him in from garbage to Dale and Tommy. This guy's the biggest deal in the company now, and he's made eventing new beginning. Like, you had this the whole time, and you guys wanted him to be something he was 15 years ago. Yeah. He you was know, the and, biggest heel his first night. Oh my god! Well, and it's it's so perfect. Like when he was in there with Goto, he he couldn't do you know what he used to do. And, that, and I, like I told you, um, after we talked after the G one, and you kind of helped me come out of my shell because you know how much I love Noah and I love Kenta. That was one of my yep. favorite companies. Is he is what he is, and I just need to accept it because and look at the positives. And his heel work is incredible. He is oh, it's so charismatic. And he, he knows how to make everything count now. And you get a guy with mm-hmm. Goto who can strike with him. My God. I mean, it, it, <laughs> you know, in four and a quarter on Goto Kenton, I might have underrated it. It's just, <laughs> it, it's just like the, the, the E had, they had this guy in their palms and they did nothing with him. He's, and look, he, he got injured he, there and he never got injured times. in Japan that I knew of. It, but they had him squashed, squashed by the Ascension. Ugh. Are you kidding me? You want you want Rick Victor to beat Kenta? <laughs> ah, all right. I'm fired up. Wow. Why do Why do we watch that? How? <laughs> uh, I mean, Kenta is is what what I love too. You know, of course, as as we know, Night of Two Belts. You know, uh, the the winner of the hashtag Gold Double Dash or Double Gold Dash, whatever the hell it was. It sounded like a KFC meal, like a new uh, item on their damn menu. I swear to God. Um, so my my thing is, I love is Nido does the press conference. You know, uh, a couple of days after Wrestle Kingdom, and I love how he's like, yeah, I don't know Kenta. He's like, we shared a ring once in Noah, you know, in a tag match. I was like, oh, they mentioned Noah. That's tight. And then he, he was like, and then at New Year's Dash, you know, at the tag match, I don't really know him. It'll be fine, you know, yada, yada. And then he mentioned Noah again, and I was like, whoa, this is kind of cool. So my question <laughs> to you, Ryan, 
Is the forbidden door opened or closed with Noah at New Japan? <laughs> I, man, that's crazy to think about. Kidding, this. kidding, kidding. <laughs> but hey, I, I love the fact, by the way, not to, not to get it. Like, we have so much other Puro and stuff to talk about. It probably won't be tonight because Russell Kingdom is just going to take our life. I don't want to put it up too much, but especially the, the Kento Miyahara and Jake Lee stuff. But um, I love the fact that at the, the uh, January 5th Noah show, uh, Nao Michimara Fuji and Masaki Mochizuki won the tag titles. Uh, they beat Axe. And they said, we're going to defend these things in Dragon Gate and Noah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you need to tell me, we're going to, I mean, they keep working together with uh, Miyahara doing these, or Mara Fuji doing these shows. And then all Japan working with Dragon Gate. Look, if we can keep getting crossovers, I am not going to, I will not complain. Look at, dude, like, if we can I, get Aita. Taking on oh. Kento Miyahara just oh. because sign me oh. up, dude. Imagine your boy Ben K. Kento Miyahara oh. in a special attraction match. How I, much I would that remember, be? I, I I don't think I have anything that's like sounds like that, but I'll play this one. Oh, Aaron. Because that's, I don't know what else to play, but I needed to play something with my excitement, so I didn't leave and go back. <laughs> I mean, look at um. Like, like with the, you know, we'll, we'll get into the, you know, the DDT show from, from the third two, but even DDT mm-hmm. is working with all these people and they had the, um, the, the mystery partner match with Endo. I don't know if you saw mm-hmm. that. And and they're like, oh, who's the mystery partner? He goes, eh, yeah. T-Hawk. And then here comes Stronghearts again. And T-Hawk uh, and Lindemann say they're working with Damnation now, Stronghearts and Damnation together. Like. So that was the thing where I was like, did you watch money. DDT? Yeah, that's what I, I was figured. like. <laughs> but he's like, hmm, T-Hawk. I was like, oh, there goes my chair. Threw it on the ground. And T- did the popping cork and T-Hawk cut? Oh, my gotcha. God. Holy sh- Oh, man. Lindemann cut the sick little promo with his pink hair on. Oh, man. Damn Asian strong art. But, I, I, you know, I digress. We'll get into that after. Um, but let's, let's, uh, let's, let's hop over here. I know Jordan's been patiently waiting. And we'll put him back on mute and let him continue listening. But I'm going to bring him Abucci. out of here. Jordan, the oh, eye oh. for talent. You love it. What's going on, man? Uh, I no, I was you, meaning to get you on a little bit quicker, and then I got hot, and you know how that goes. Oh, I know. I know. No, it's good. I, I still have to call and, and again, uh, give myself a, a pat on the back for being that eye for talent. Uh, you know, that first Wrestle, Wrestle Kingdom, uh, I think I got to be a part of was uh, when I saw Marty Searle, uh, Osprey, and I can't remember who's the third person in that triple threat. It was Hiromu uh, and someone else. It was there's four people I think. Kushida maybe. Oh, it's four. Yeah, it, I was gonna say, and and I said Osprey's my dude. He's gonna win it. And that you know there's just a lot of good stuff like as far as it goes. Uh, I, I backed Osprey. Another dude that I took uh, and said, you know what, that's my guy, was one Mr. Kota Ibushi. Uh, and obviously they both got to be uh, night one, uh, you know, co-mains as far as that goes. I mean, just awesome, awesome matches for both of them. And, uh, and obviously big shout-outs to Hiromu coming back after that injury, which, uh, which proved to be uh, obviously futile as the power of the cat seemed to be uh, fueling him just hard. Uh, but uh, but 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 absolutely, uh, you're, you're right. The the three uh, the three match set was probably one of the coolest things I've ever witnessed in my life. Um, I still contend, and I and I posed the question. Uh, I posed the question to you and Alex. That I, I asked you the other day. I said, if you take the story out of it and just went match for match, like it's the only thing you've ever seen, 
You didn't know about the back stuff with uh, with Naito. Does Kota Ibushi Okada score higher than Naito Okada? <laughs> That's, such That's a an question. interesting question because the match that I think about more is Ibushi and Okada. Because I love the story of Abushi's like, you know, the the ladies love him, the men love him, the kids love him. Like, he's the most affable character or wrestler you can have for that company where, you know, it's an all-around love fest for him. And then when he just got, like, uh, Patrick Bateman, like, American Psycho, where it was just a no-look it was just like a dead stare of like, I'm going to murder you. I was like, ooh, who's this guy? You know, which we also saw, you know, in, in the runner-up match between White and, and uh, Abushi the following night, where I liked that match where a lot of people <laughs> didn't. Um, where, again, he just had that sociopathic look. And I'm like, I hope they go somewhere with this. But if you see New Year's Dash, they definitely were like, hey, don't, don't, don't remember that 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 psycho abushi there but but jordan to be fair to, to to go to your point yeah that's to me i would say that's an eight and a quarter star where naito and okada is like an eight and like point one star does the, that make sense thing, wow I, I thought about after you mentioned it to me the the video jordan um abushi yeah. and okada was just so it was so like not fast paced like you're used to those guys, but it wasn't a slow pace like like Naito and uh, uh, Jay White was because mm-hmm. the fact that they just kept like everything was was to a point where it wasn't it wasn't like boom 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 fast, but it was I'm gonna hit like three things and then I'm gonna let it just dissolve for a minute and and you get a bushy doing the hey man I, I'm not gonna do nothing and then he punches him in the face on the ground oh okay I'll stop if you want me to ref. Another one. Oh, hey, <laughs> I'm just helping him up. Bam. And he, it was the exact same Abushi we got when the crowd turned on him at the 2018 G1 when Tanahashi beat him. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, when, and, and that got the best of him against uh, Tanahashi. And he does it again with Okada, gets the best of him. He gets cocky. And one of the one of my favorite things, and this is the one I told Jordan, I said, you have to watch for, is I said, there's one point where the man who does the greatest dropkick I've ever seen does one so fantastic that he has to point downwards because he jumps higher than Kota Ibushi. And as we saw when he goes for the, that Kamigoy at the end after calling the Rainmakers, he drop kicks him out of the Kamigoy and almost kills yeah. him. And that's one of the biggest visuals I, I remember from that weekend. It's just, it was incredible. Um, it was an awesome match. Awesome. But, I, there's nothing I can say about it. I mean, I was at your house when I saw it for the first time. Uh, very fortunate uh, again, and, uh, and and like the the end of that match, like where I thought that he had it, but he didn't, and then it just it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing, and I, I, I again they, they they did something special to my soul. Um, I've I've always understood your your like of Okada, and I think honestly, to be honest, I think that match is the one that kind of really made me really see um, how special he truly is. Um, in, in my opinion, and I think it's because because of the the abstractness that Abushi does bring out. You know what I mean? You can talk about obviously his trilogy with with Omega and, and how it is, but you know Omega and Abushi, despite their tag uh, their tag partnership, they're still two very different wrestlers 
um, mm-hmm. in, in many aspects. And I, and I just felt like there was an awesome match and something really cool. And yes, uh, you know, I, I appreciate Okada for, for how awesome he is now, but uh, I still, I still contend uh, my beat. <laughs> <laughs> well, and here's of the thing course. too, and I'm glad you mentioned that because my argument always is, you know, like with the rest of the decade thing we talked about with Doof that night, where we were all online. And and I, I want to ask Doof about it, too, now that he got to see, you know, this is this is what Okada does. For the last decade, you know, 2012, yeah, he's come yeah. in and done this 15 times a year, if not more, and is always elevating great pe- or good, good, fantastic wrestlers to top all-time looking wrestlers because he's just that good that he can, like, this is exactly, exactly like where... Naito's Naito's so great at what he does. Kota Ibushi is so great at what he does. But when you give him Okada, they just do something that that you just don't see ever. And they they just they they accept their game. I mean, he's literally the most talented wrestler in all the land. And I I mean, it just helps him. You could argue. I mean, at at 32 years old, Hiroshi Tanahashi was made eventing his first Tokyo Dome. At 32 years old this year, Kazuchika Okada has now made eventing. Five, and I believe six, if yeah. you count if you count the two, this is number seven. So he is he you even if we just count it as one show, he has made evented six by thirty-two compared to Tanahashi, who might be the second best wrestler of the last decade, has has only done it one time at this point. Wow. Okada might like I, I'm this this two sets of shows with what he did with Tetsuya Naito and Kota Ibushi. This was the this was the greatest match I've ever seen Naito have in my life. This is the greatest match I've ever seen Kota Ibushi have in my life, and it's probably the third best match I've ever third or fourth best match I've ever seen Kazuchika Okada have in his life. And Okada was that good, and they were that ready to go with him on that journey. That mm-hmm. I'm I'm comfortable. I was always comfortable saying that he's going to end up on the Mount Rushmore of wrestling, no matter what. I think at 32 years old. He has already put himself on there with, without even I, I don't even know if I can argue to not put him on there. Like business, money, uh, you know, expansion into other countries. You know, he's they're bringing him in and running New Japan shows in Australia and England. They're they're as global as the WWE is, and it's all in demand from this. When 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 Naito. Was was about to lose that match. That pop sounded like something we saw at what you mentioned earlier, WrestleMania 17, with Austin and Rock in that ring. Like mm-hmm. that pop for for Naito hitting that comeback was one of the loudest ones I've ever heard. And it's because Okada brings that out of the fans and the wrestlers in the in the ring. He brings it out in uh, in tight red shoes. Um, I mean, it's just this, he's incredible. And I always, I always say it. I always defend it. You know, I argued about the Jericho thing with Okada, but, but this tells me like right now, every, in the next 10 years here, I, I, I am already willing to say, I don't know if anyone's going to stop him from winning decade wrestler of the year, two times in a row. Like, he, I mean, he started it off right with two <laughs> 90 star matches. I mean, let's be real. He walked into the new decade and said, hold my beer. And just, <laughs> oh, okay, well, thank you, Kazuchika. You can go now. We we know what happened. 
Like, <laughs> and they were so hyped that Naito finally beat the Rainmaker. Yeah. That then Tenta got made the same night. And it was, oh my God. Like, it's, 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 it's perfect. Just, perfect for oh. Naito. Oh can never God. get his moment. I mean, it's it's the sad sack thing there. I mean, speaking of that too, where you know on, on our previous show, you know the the night of uh, night one, I was just all like, hey, my dark horse is Jay White. I mean, why not? I I said the winner of Jay White Night will will end up yeah. walking out of night two um, as as double champion and you know as much as White would have been great, Night was deservant you know it's that long form storytelling that we always hear about and talk about here um you know on wrestlecast radio here but the 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 thing that that made it the best was he still didn't get it you know he didn't get his moments he had it for like seven seconds did his speech kenta hit that there and you know a few days before that i I read an article with naito where he was saying you know i i didn't know where what i was where I was at with my state of mind, with professional wrestling, if I was in love with it anymore, I was like, oh, he's winning. <laughs> I was like, they're building that character up. Because if they do that, they release that article, and you have that, like, yes, Naito's going to walk out with it, and he has to, and he does it. You know, it's kind of like what, what they're dealing with, you know, a little bit and in other companies where you're just like, well, what do you go with that character from here? How many redemptions, how many, you know, kind of storylines of, you know, you know, you know, climbing for that belt, you know, can you do? And, and I'm happy that they capped it off and then just set everything else in motion, which I it's, thought was perfect. Jordan, I know you're going to say something. I want you to jump in here in a second, but. I, with you bringing up that story aspect, Alex, I'm so glad you did because I just wanted to check dates on it. This Tetsuya Naito not having his getting his moment with Okada and and not main eventing and not winning a main event and and not able to beat the Rainmaker things like that at the big time. This has been going on since January 4th of 2014, guys. Yeah. This is a six-year story arc. WWE can barely keep a story going for a month. Like, think of how, how structured this is. And, Jordan, before, as, as you, you get into what you were going to say, I got one question I want to ask you, Jordan, real fast. Mm-hmm. What, I, need, I want a one-word answer. How do you make Roman Reigns a star like the E is trying to, like they did with Tetsuya Naito? One-word answer. I want to see if you'll get it. Uh, you probably won't. It's okay. Yeah. I'm putting you on the spot. Alex, one-word answer. Heel. Gato. There's your answer. The I think the only human being that can get that guy over that, that as much as they want is is Gato, because mm. look look at what he did. The, the the whole everything connected guys. It's incredible. Like it's like a jigsaw. Yeah, I mean, do you think though, back in 2014, <laughs> he's like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna map it into the oh, next man, decade. Oh, no. For I mean, that long, I I I'm willing to bet you that he had this whole thing planned out and said, "We're I'll tell you <laughs> when we're going to do it." He goes, "We're not going to." He goes, "Let's throw it. We'll, we'll advertise at this show, but we won't do it." You know, while he's building up when they're going to push Naito, in in meanwhile he's still doing the Okada Tanahashi thing, and then they then after they finish that, finally they they mm-hmm. give him the the Omega match to test the waters. They find out it works. And then they finally get the Naito thing. He goes, eh, I have enough balls that I'm going to wait two more years. Like, who? no company would have the balls to have not put Naito over at at Wrestle Kingdom 12. And he goes, eh, let's not do it. 
Let's keep them waiting. And then they stick around because it's so compelling. <laughs> I mean, no, honestly, no. I, yep. The, the long-form story that you're telling here, here's, here's my question. And obviously, based on this year, where you had an awesome set of Ibushi Naito matches, does that story come into play for this 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 year? I, well, Naito said the only person that, after he goes, after I beat Kenta, who decided to, you know, stick his nose in my business, which, by the way, I've said this before, I've, I've seen people say, um, this is so stupid. Kenta lost the title. Why is he getting a title match? He didn't walk down and challenge him like everybody else does. He went, hmm, I lost my title. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make sure Bullet Club stays strong. And he comes to the crowd and whoops his ass, sits on his chest, holds the two titles up like Alex posted on our page, and was like, I'm just going to take what I want. Screw all you guys. And now, and now Naito goes, well, now you're in my business. After I finish with you, the only people that are getting title shots are the three that were in the tournament. So he said yeah. the next three is he's going to face White, Abushi, and Okada, which... Spoiler I mean, alert, Sports spoiler Illustrated. Alert Jerks. Yeah. Thanks, Justin Morocco. Where to be an E-mark and spoil it for us awesome fans. Jeez. We won't say which one. I'm pretty sure it's forward to the, uh, to the, the ultimate heel tag team uh, that is Jay White and Kenta. Uh, that, that, like I legitimately, I, I, I just, I don't know why, but like, there, there's, like I said, I, I, I said in the group chat, I said, I just want to see them magically end the show where they're just completely stomping the, the, the face out of Naito and where just, <laughs> they, 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 they somehow get so much emotion out of the, the Japanese crowd mm-hmm. that they start throwing things in the ring a la NWO. Like, I just want, I want things to go that far off the rails when it comes to the Yankees to receive. Those two have the power to do that. I mean, that that's for sure. I mean, I, I kind of want to see that that happen now. Um, I, I agree. I think that should be a team for any tag league, um, you know, after their unsuccessful uh, title matches that, that they will receive in the uh, foreseeable future. Yeah. I think they should run the ranks. I mean, that, that tag, um, I mean, that's one thing where you're just like, who has a better tag division, the E or new Japan. I don't know who has the, the slider advantage, but sadly it's disgusting that we can't even say, eh, um, you know, it's, it's not my thing. I mean, it'll be interesting. I like what they're doing, um, with the tease with, with new year's dash, but you know, with the new mega new Japan team there of Hiroshi Tanahashi and, and Kota Ibushi, um, which in hindsight, they should win by a landslide, right? Guys? Dave Finley should beat those two for the, in the tag title match. Tanahashi and Ibushi. Doesn't that ruin their them. legacy? If they what? lose to them. Oh, you know what? I want to say exactly with what you were saying for. Um, got another caller popping in. We'll grab in a second here. Um, set that up for Dominion. You want to? You want a money undercard? Do Tanahashi and Abushi against Kenta J White. There's your. There oh you go. God. Oh no. Oh, it's coming. Oh. Maybe they're the ones who you know cost them the belts. In that oh, tag match, yeah, yeah. and that sets that yeah. up. I, I agree. That's a great four, like, I mean, you have four studs in that ring. Yeah, that, that's a perfect co-main event for any Ooh. show. Um, yeah, that's Jordan, great. Jordan, I'm going to throw you back on mute here real quick. We got another call coming in. Um, I'll keep you on there. Yes, if you want to jump back in, let us know, all right? Yeah. Appreciate calling in. Going to grab this one. 
uh, see if they got something they want to say. Uh, 504 Eric Cole, what's going on tonight? Hey, guys, it's Sue Williams. What's up? Hey! What up? He, hold on, he gets he gets the Naito, or the, the Zack Sabre Jr. real quick. Why Naito? Who's Tranquilo now, dickhead? Sue Williams, what is going on, my friend? Thank you for calling in. I assume you got something to say about Wrestle Kingdom tonight. My God. That's why you watch pro wrestling, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Two nights of proof of why you watch this stuff, man. Why you put up with the nonsense, the gist. It's why you watch this stuff. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Oh, it, it, was, it was so, like... I I I know emotion rode high, and that probably is why I put everything so high that I did. But I'm watching these final matches, the final three stretches on both nights. I'm looking at my 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 spreadsheet, and I'm going, "Oh, that's a five. Oh, there's a five. Oh, there's a five. You know, it's like Oprah Winfrey. God, what a mark! Five. You get a five. Hell yes, that was what I was here for. <laughs> hey, hey, I when when Minoru Suzuki came out and stripped to be oh, John Moxley, stripped to me. That's the moment of the weekend. How could that not be? But I was told, well, your daddy just stripped. What are you doing? I said, screw it. Here goes all my, here goes my New Japan windbreaker. I mean, this <laughs> was so, so good. Um, I, I love that, that we got your great mind, too, because I want to ask you a question that, that uh, uh, George Iskra uh, jumped in here from Sportscast Radio and brought up. If, if you watch Naito and Okada and you watch Abushi and Okada, without knowing one bit of storyline, backstory, or anything, and just for the wrestling, which match was better of the two? Man, that's a good question. I mean, is there even the right word, though? What one yeah, that's no rewatchable? Shit, no shit. Is, what's the one where you go back, like, 17 months from now, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to revisit that wonderful two-night event of Wrestle Kingdom 14, but what match am I going to start off with? Which one do you choose there, Sue? I mean, if you didn't know, like, the storyline coming up, I would say Okada Bushi is more, like, spectacular. Mm-hmm. But the heat in Okada Naito pulls oh. you in a lot more. Like, I... God, and then I can't, like... The story is what made Okada Naito... Yeah. So just incredible. But like Okada Bushi on its own, like that was a Wrestle Kingdom main event. Yes. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> that was a Wrestle Kingdom main event. Is just, is the 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 image of the weekend for for me suit uh, you know, let you keep going here. When Abushi goes to the Kamigoi and Okada does probably oh. the highest elevated, too awesome drop kick I've ever mm-hmm. seen to the point he had to kick downwards and like Abushi had to spike off of it. Yeah. Um, my image of the weekend is Naito hitting the Stardust Press. Yeah. The call back to the old character, mm-hmm. the call back to the match from two years ago, like him hitting it. And I love that it wasn't the finish. And mm-hmm. then he was able to put it behind him. Yeah, he kicked out. And then Naito was able to just hit the Valencia, hit Despino, 
and put him away. <laughs> he had that question answered. What if I had hit it last time? It wouldn't have worked. Now I hit my move, mm-hmm. and I win. Oh, I didn't two. he hit, hit like three God. Destinos, by the way? Three or four, it seemed two. like. He had two. I, he hit the running one, and then he hit, I think he hit a second one before the Stardust Press. Ah. So three in total, I believe. It's it's just, it's, and that's the one thing too, like with the story aspect, why that match was so great was, you know, Naito's, Naito's dead. He He knows there's no coming back from this. I'm going to lose to the Rainmaker again. It's Tanahashi Okada all over again. I, I have to do something. Oh, it's almost yeah. like it's almost like watching Kento Miyahara when he gets somebody in the in the straitjacket German and they are panicking for their life. They're kicking, they're headbutting, they're shaking. They're doing everything they can because they know when Miyahara gets them over, it's game over. And Okada got him in the wrist clutch and he was ready to do it. And the last thing that Naito had left in his body is he spits in his face and then he almost flare bumps. <laughs> and Okada snapped. Okada got out of his game and said, this son of a bitch. And yep. he began to just punish the Rainmakers. He made one mistake. And this is what makes good wrestling so good. is It showed one slip can cost you. And that led to Naito's stretch. It was, it was poetic. It was incredible. Poetic's the right word, man. It, you know oh, what else was it, poetic, though? That IWGP uh, Junior Heavyweight Championship well, match. Let me let me, oh, let, me ask, let me ask this real quick before we go to. I mean, this is going to because that happened. We're, we're all going to need blankets by the end of the show. This is going to get dirty because this thing was so amazing. <laughs> I I want to float this out there, and um, Jordan, I know you're listening, and and I'll I'll pose this one to you later because I don't think you were over for it, and if you were, I apologize. Um, but three Damn. years ago. We, it's oh, like I, forgetting I, my name in a Christopher Daniels email. Jeez. Hey, look, I apologize and and screw Christopher Daniels for calling me out for not. <laughs> no, thank you, Christopher Daniels. Doesn't even I, I've been inkling that name. suspicion for years. Look, I apologize. <laughs> and then he threw out the riff that there's got to be a fight between the WrestleCast hosts. No, there's nothing wrong. We're perfectly fine. Uh, Dude, I've been clamoring you. for that for years. <laughs> the WrestleCast explodes. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you know, you know, six months from now, as people have been able to digest this and look at this and and the story and how amazing Naito Okada was, is this going to get the same praise, or are people going to start to put this in the lore that this was better than Kenny and Okada from Eleven? That's kind of what I'm wondering where it goes. Suit, give me your thoughts first, Alex. I want you to jump in after. Ooh, that's a. Is it? Better than Kenny Okada. Because that, I think, is the greatest match I've ever seen in my life. See, <sighs> this was the climax of this overarching two years, if you want to say six, if you want to go back to the first Kingdom match they had when they got bumped. Mm-hmm. This was the end, the culmination of all of that. But I don't know if it was better than Okada Omega. That first one, just, like, if I can't call it the best match of the weekend, I don't think I could call it better than Okada Omega. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And that's what I was thinking with the story, if that elevates it. So that's a good point with it. Um, Alex, what do you, where's your head on this? Because I don't even know if that's, like, if you even think the, the Okada Omega 
from the kingdom was the best one. See, I, I see. That's the thing. I love the draw. I, I think that that match uh, was that uh, two. Was that the second one they had? The um, Dominion. Yes, that was Dominion. The I, I, I would say to me that as a story, obviously you have to watch their Wrestle Kingdom match to kind of you know get the nuance of it, but. Man, that's tough. I would say a trilogy of matches. Well, they only had one match at Wrestle Kingdom, though. Um, damn, I did rewatch that last week as well. Fudge. Uh, I, I would. I'm with me being a newbie and not having as much, you know, past knowledge, you know, as you gentlemen with with uh, New Japan here. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with what I just. I mean, granted, again, I just rewatched Kenny and and Okada. Uh, last week, but damn, that Naito Okada with their history, them coming up together, you know, kind of as the Young Lions as well, I think kind of, you know, put, puts that cherry on top with Naito finally getting his moment, albeit for a brief time, you know, at the Tokyo Dome, granted to 10,000 people less. <sighs> That's tough, but yeah, I'm gonna go with the latest, and and I'm gonna go Naito Okada. Yeah, I, I was mean, invested I more. I don't, I don't blame anybody that goes that route because it was just, I, I mean, they gave me everything. That crowd was, I mean, if, if, it just, it, it was mind numbing that crowd. How people were, I mean, I saw people crying. You know, they thought I thought oh, Liger yeah. was still retiring. You know. I was I was like oh god a shout out I I, I will uh, apologize for anybody that that saw me on social media uh, when Liger was out I I was wearing my Liger mask because I had something in my face and I didn't want people to see what the weird thing was going on with my face so um, oh, hashtag sad yeah. Liger uh, <laughs> <laughs> the tear went to the, the, the front I was like oh god what's happening um, but it's just it was incredible. I mean, it was just simply. Incredible. I will say this though, my ignorance when I did watch uh, Kenny Okada is I, I, you know, like I was with Adam Cole, I didn't get it because my my whole image of Kenny Omega is when I would see him at the the previous Wrestle Kingdoms, you're like, hey, guy, you you should really watch this promotion, New Japan. What time does it start? Two a.m. Okay, I'll fall asleep by three. Cool. But when I would wake up. <laughs> You know, every couple of, you know, uh, hours, you know, uh, during these Wrestle Kingdoms. I just remember seeing Kenny Omega. I forgot which one. It might have been 10 with Styles yeah, and Nakamura. Was... I was just I was yeah, like, who is this guy ripping off Stallone and Cobra? Like, that's all I kept thinking. I was like, <laughs> the jacket, the glasses. Yeah, he had more curls, luscious curls. But I'm like, why is he jacking the Stallone look? Like, it just really irritated me. Then I saw him in a few other things. I'm like, okay. Who's this white guy in Japan? Like, I didn't understand the gaijin aspect or anything. I'm like, okay, what is this? And so finally, again, you know, I'm going to be that lame American wrestling fan where I'm like, Bullet Club, pretty cool. Okay, cool faction. I dig this. That's where I kind of understood him. Yes, he was a part of that during the Okada thing. That's what changed my opinion of him. But damn, that draw opinion was, was really, really effing good. God, it's like I said, man. It's it's still I still think that eleven was was my favorite match of all time. If you want if you want something good, Alex, um, Wrestle Kingdom eight, I think it was. Go watch Satoshi Kojima defend the uh, 
NWA title. I believe that one was against Big Daddy Yum Yum. Uh, Did you say defend the NWA title? (laughs) That's awesome. So you remember the Big Daddy Daddy Yum Yum? Yum Yum. (laughs) Was that? Hopefully you got. Have you seen indie shows with that gentleman? Uh, None yet, but he is local. I am aware of that. (laughs) Wait, that wasn't Fale's gimmick before he was, uh, you know, big and bad. Oh man, there's 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 a point when uh, Kojima's doing the the rapid chops, and Big Daddy Yum Yum just is doing what he assumes is selling, and it's some of the the funniest shit you'll ever see. (laughs) It's like he's getting hit with a stun gun. Yeah, he's, he's shaking and his arms are going like he's dancing and he's like, uh, uh, it was so bad. I oh felt really God. awkward typing that into my computer, by the way. Big Daddy Yum Yum. So make sure yeah, you, you hit might wanna... wrestling after Big Daddy Yum Yum. Or I don't, I don't know government. Yeah, yeah, safe search. That's uh that's um uh oh God, I now I'm gonna get on, on a on a tangent. This is always bad. I was watching some old like 2012 stardom, and uh, Io Shirai. It's like left he's home. the spirits are reaching him through each chop. <laughs> <laughs> like he is feeling that. Go Kojima, yeah. Uh, there was no shrimp at all. There's somebody on the show. Um, uh, Io Shirai wrestled a girl named She Nay Nay, and and I'm like, is oh, that no. a real thing? And she walks up to Io Shirai, and she kisses her hand, and she slaps her butt like a 90s like teenager and walks to the other corner, and I turned it off. I was like, oh, my God. This is, this is something I don't, I don't know what I got into. Um, I, I'm assuming Io Shirai won, but I guess that could have changed the lore of all uh, stardom. But, Alex, you brought up the junior title. I heard uh, – I heard. Wait, wait, wait. Time, time out, time out. By the way – what, what do you think of Io Shirai possibly heading back to Japan, by the way? Oh. Heading back to Bushy Road stardom. If you're telling me I get to see Arisa Hoshiki versus Io Shirai, um, take my money. It could happen. She's uh, apparently allegedly unhappy. Plus, her fiance is uh, back there. I mean, why not? Shout out, shout out to Moro bringing up evil on uh, on NXT. Like, hey, hey I don't think nice. Say that. Yeah. I guess I guess Dude, a lot of Sonata marks out there, by the way. On these groups, I didn't realize the love for Sonata. I personally think Evil is the uh, the breakout that I think the better <laughs> overall wrestler out of the two. Sue, what did you say hey, about Evil? Um, oh, I was just saying that Moro brought him up for literally no reason. <laughs> like, take that, Corey Graves, you asshole. I'm going to talk about Evil out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, you guys jump into it, Alex. You mentioned it, kick it off here. I, I, I mean, I know what I'm going to say about uh, uh, Osprey Hiromu. We'll bring Jordan back in to talk about it too. But you know, Alex, kick us off. Suit, jump in after and give us your thoughts. But this was, I mean, this this was just incredible. What 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 do you got, Alex? I'm going to be uh, the most uh, non-Alex thing ever and just say. Seven words. It was amazing. Go watch now. I like that. I like that. Twelve stars. I mean, it's just stars. a sequence I think that was six words. that you watched. 
It was amazing. Hey, Go watch. Yeah, I'm missing sick. a finger. I apologize. If, if you guys <laughs> want to count things, and this is this is uh, not to jump in here because because I, wa- I want to get suit steak on it too. But you know, since we're counting words, um, I, I just I figure this is probably the most appropriate time for myself and and for you, suit, to throw this in. But this one's half of Alex's. But I, but I digress. I got three words for you. You like that? So you know you like that. I just I thought I'd not Damn. not that not that it was Saints Vikings or anything. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Man, completely unnecessary. I I love how you brought up the Minnesota Miracle thing, and I said, you know, that's okay, we won't give you one. And then I'm like, oh, shit, they're going to blow it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, uh, and then Kyle hey, Rudolph. Hey, I have little a quick push. question, by the way. Did you, did you attend WrestleMania 30? I did, yeah. How crazy was it? I don't know, this is just the mark in me right now. How okay. insane was the arena when Brock Lesnar pinned Taker. I was literally about to walk to the bathroom because that match was very boring. <laughs> but the three count hit. The, that three count hit. And that is the quietest I've ever heard the Superdome for like That's 10 crazy. seconds. Everyone was just like staring at each other like, what <laughs> just happened? <laughs> And then the opposite happens at the end of the night where the, you know, the dome explodes because then you get Daniel Bryan realizing his dream. Right. In, incredible show. Much crazy, better crazy. than 34, which I also went to. And yeah, that was not I apologize. Fun. I hope you got paid to, to write for that show. <laughs> Did you get stuck doing a WWE review then too after you said it? God, that's like punishment. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Suit, what do you got? Will Ospreay, what do you got, Suit? Um, this was, uh, this was going to be the best match on the show, and it was for like a whole hour. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like think about this. Last year, 2019, I had two matches that I went five stars on. Uh, the best of the Super Junior Final, and what was the other one? Oh, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Let me think. Hopefully it was yeah. Daddy Yum Yum. Oh, it was uh, Shingo versus Naito from the G1. Those were the two. Oh, nice. I have two five-star matches in 2020 already, and they were both on the same show. Like, Osprey Hiromu was incredible. Like, if you saw the um, the Corkin shows from the end of last year where Hiromu had his return matches, mm-hmm. you knew he hadn't lost a step. And then this whole match was just – it was put together so great because I think – because Osprey's moving up to heavyweight now. I think this was his farewell. Mm-hmm. He – you know, they never did the Stormbreaker. Hiromu never kicked out of it. They protected the finish. And Hiromu had to pull out a super finisher to beat Will Ospreay, who's on his way up to heavyweight. <laughs> so when you think about that, it's well put together. And then this match was just spectacular. And then you throw in the fact that Osprey apparently did it on a broken heel. Like, I said it on Twitter, Will Ospreay is reaching mythical levels of greatness. 
Yeah. Like, it's insane how good this dude is. And, like, he might be my guy. Like, some people have Flair, some people have Michael. Osprey is my guy because I remember watching him in my LSU dorm room, uh, Progress Chapter 20 back in 2014, him versus Jimmy Havoc. And you seeing him rise to be, like, one of the top five wrestlers in the world, maybe top three. Maybe top two. Like it's crazy to see. So just yeah. another incredible match form off of just an unreal twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. And they've got him paired up with Zack Saber Jr. for new beginning. Oh. So yeah. For those of you who want to hear uh, in detail, go back to the archives, blog talk radio forward slash strong style media or iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, anywhere you go. Listen to the Pro Wrestling for Dummies Progress Edition, where you can hear Suit Williams pop me for two hours, telling me about the greatness <laughs> of progress as we just start getting into it. So, shameless plug there. Had to throw that in there. I, I'll, I'll ask you this, too, and get your thoughts. Uh, fun fact. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, a fun fact. Uh, I haven't watched a progress show in, like, six months. I was about to ask you, what, what are your thoughts on the state of progress and, you know, NXT UK essentially morphing into progress light? Well, NXT UK is not real, and uh, progress. <laughs> That's a considering, sure. <laughs> considering Jim Smallman jumped off of progress like a rat jumping off the Titanic. Yeah, crazy. You know, it's, it's not great. Hey, I want to spend time with my family. Getting a paycheck is what it is. Come on, man. I, uh, so I got I got to ask you this, this one question, Jordan. I'm gonna bring you back in here in a second, so you could uh, give your give your uh, 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 Osprey praise. But 2019, we're gonna do our award show. You mean tonight. Ospreys? Ospreys. What did I say? <laughs> no, I'm just did saying. Say or oh, okay. we can go Warrior Wrestling route. Oh, spray. Oh God. You know, I, I I have nothing bad to say about Warrior Wrestling. They have hey, we love Warrior us Wrestling. in multiple times to do a live show at their fan fest. Um, I got hey, I, I popped Rich Swan by singing Ronan to him when he walked by Ronan yeah. baby. So I, 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 have a, I have a great love for these guys. They they do a great show down there. They're very nice to us. They bring us to their shows. They let us do radio. We talk to the talk to the guys there. Um, you talk to some people when you were there with Dave. I mean, it's it's a fantastic thing, but. I, yeah, I don't I, ever I'm not a Christopher Daniels. I guess I should have told him my name then, and then it would have made more sense in 2019. Which, by the Brian way, how dumb was I phone. head nodding Christopher Daniels? Like I could have yeah. just got up, stopped doing That's radio. Nice. I mean, we're doing radio at the time, but I should have just stopped doing it and just shook all their hands. I'm such an. I should have said, "Hey, come say hi, guys." Let's say, look, I will say Demetrius is is one of the biggest wusses I've ever met. Uh, but it's not trying to dog him, but he just doesn't he doesn't like doing things. And uh he he went out there and was like, MJF, come on the radio here uh yeah. during Starcast and he goes, Screw you. He goes, Kiss my foot, you look like Virgil and he went, Okay, and then he did it and MJF came on our radio show. So I I will give him the credit for, for doing that. So you if Dempsters could do it, you could have did it. But I digress. That's I digress. True. I'll do um, it next time uh, with Jonathan Gresham because he is a ring what? god. I, I got to get my guy Sheba on 
and go, look, man, you photobombed every picture of mine at Corkin when I was trying to take with tee off. <laughs> um, you've been doing this since 2009 in Chicago uh, at the Dragon Gate show. So oh, yeah. now you can come and, you know, you could tweet out our show and sit on our on our radio when Stronghearts are in Chicago. Next He's week. liked and retweeted before. Shout out to Shima. Yeah. Shout out to Chris oh, Char- Charlton. Shout out to uh, Larry nice Dallas. Guy. I just wanted a picture with T-Hawk. I didn't need to have Shima <laughs> jumping on my back and doing crazy shit. And he's way too heavy because he's too muscular. Um, but where I was going with this is, see, this is a tangent that just happened. I apologize, people. Um, Suit, is it egregious if I were to say that when I unveil my number one for wrestler of the year, I have had Will Ospreay at number two, and my number one is Kento Miyahara? Or is that okay? Oh, I'm sorry. Um, could you ask that question again? I just came across a picture of Tony Storm on my timeline. Oh, um, that would have distracted. Me is too. It, uh, is it egregious if I were to say that Will Ospreay was my number two wrestler for 2019 and number one was Kento Miyahara? Well, that would tell me that I need to check out some Kento Miyahara. Oh, let's he go. is a guy I've really been wanting to get into. Like I, I hear all the buzz. I want to get into it, man. I need, oh. I need to see what he did last year. God, there's there's about twenty matches where you could go. Hmm, was that a five? It might have been. Like him and Yuji Okabayashi from the from the Champions Carnival. Oh my God. Um, one to watch, March 19th last year, he wrestled Naoya Nomura, and he made Nomura a mid-card guy into the next main event star in 25 minutes. What I'll, what I'll have to do I, is I'll have to slide in your DMs, and inside when I slide into the DMs, I'll have to put my All Japan streaming service info so you can log on and go watch some All Japan, because I think you deserve to see some. You are an intelligent wrestling mind that I love speaking to, and I would love to hear your opinion on one Kento Miyahara. I would like to check that out. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, you are most certainly welcome. We're going to get that to you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to this here. Jordan, come back to you, man. You've been waiting for yeah. this. Kota, uh, uh, Hiromu Takahashi, Will Ospreay, the floor is yours, my friend. Uh, you know, Takahashi is one of the guys that actually you put me on to where I was like, I was like, ah, he's all right. Uh, oddly enough, uh, the 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 Dragon Lee mishap match uh, is one of the ones that literally was like, nope, this dude's legit, and I really hope he comes back soon because uh, that was ridiculous in itself. Um, and then obviously him his comeback being uh, well, we'll say mildly spoiled the way they booked it, but um, uh, coming back against Will Osprey uh, and having the uh, again top five match of the year, what should have been, uh, or, you know, already, uh, you know, kind of, kind of blown under the, the, the luster of some of the big heavyweight championship matches. Uh, there was some of their chain wrestling that was just, uh, that just made you, uh, twist your head and say, what the hell? And how do humans do that? And then and again, you throw in the possible injury of, uh, for, of Osprey and you realize these guys are living Dragon Ball Z characters. Uh, and, and honestly, that fight was probably what the final fight of the matrix trilogy should have been. <laughs> Wait, you mean you mean the rain fights? Yeah, the most <laughs> underwhelming final stage no. ever. 
half that, the best rain fight is Kazuchika Okada and Minoru Suzuki. Tom Baller was Okada's entrance, by oh the way, God. night one. This, and then this the jacket like, on night two, where I'm going to gift to your son, Ryan? Yeah, that's bullshit. And not you? Too, <laughs> that's crap. <laughs> I can't believe and I'm to your I'm wife? Getting... I'm God, getting them I'm matching gonna... suits. I didn't even get not a gift on your finger. I'm hey, so butthurt. Speaking, of, I get, I get, I get another random question for a what if, just because uh, Okada's name got brought up. Also, uh, hypothetically, Ryan, I know I brought, I brought it up at, I brought it up at the house uh, before the match occurred, and I said, what, what happens if they decide not to, do, to do a double champion and it goes to time? Uh, would that have, would that have been a, a really bad finish? Do you think to that, uh, to that big storyline? Then I, I thought about when you, when you pose it. So Jordan posted this question during during WrestleCade that I do, because we're trying to figure out, we're like, okay, Naito's got to win, but you never know with Gato. We thought Naito was winning at 12, and he was like, nah, not today. Um, Jordan goes, what if this just goes to a 60-minute draw and neither titles change hands? And I stopped and went, wow, I never thought of that take. I've never heard anyone say that take. And now that's suddenly been spoken into existence, a la LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball, Lakers. I was like, man, it's a little interesting. I mean, I think with Jordan, how... if I was there, I would have poured uh, a little bit of the bubbly in your face. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have said that, I would have like, what? In a, I just, in a I wonder in a championship mode, like. <laughs> so like it worked at Dominion, like it worked at Dominion with Okada, uh, with Okada and Omega, but that was after we had already seen one match. I think with where this story went the reason why they blew this match off when they probably could have waited another year and drew another big house is at this point, you got to just put the strap on the Nido. He's, you know, he's over the midpoint in his thirties. He's getting older. You got to go with it. And I think that's, I think that's why they just did it. I think you just couldn't go any other way at that point, but that's a, that's a wild point. Alex, what would you have done if it would draw? I I still would have thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, obviously, I mean, what did they have like twenty two minutes until the bell, um, until the draw would have happened? But I I I would have been a little flabbergasted at first, mouth agape, I'm sure, and in my mind thinking, what the hell? Um, add a little uh, expletive to that. But I I don't know. I I think I would appreciate the the art now. Now, if you would have showed me this three years ago. I would have been like, I, I don't get it. What's the what's the point of that? We're not, you know, if that would have happened in 2020, I'd be like, okay, I understand that they're going to lead to something else, or what the hell are they going to they going to do with Naito? And what is Shingo going to be the rightfully, you know, uh, rightful leader of uh, Lij? Yeah, gotta love Shingo. Jordan, I, think- I have a question for you. Yeah, in in the last nine years since 2011. Only six men have held the IWGP championship. Can you name all six men? Ooh. Oh, man. Considering I've only been watching New Japan for, what, two and a half years, maybe? Um, I can, that means I can only definitely name, uh, let's see, so I can name Kenny Omega. Ty. Yep. Yep. All right. I can name Okada. Nope, that's wrong. Wait, did you say the junior? No, no. We just thought you were going to keep going. Is why he, just, he said no. 
Okay. Dead air, right. man. Right. Come on, okay. we can't have that. <laughs> quick, okay. quick. I'm say, uh... Shoot, get the broom and do the Sandman from Showtime with the Apollo and shake him off stage for that. Uh, oh, for... No. <laughs> said that reference the other day. I love it. That's awesome. Uh, that's that's a great reference. Yeah, I'm, I'm really. Uh, that makes. I'm, 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 I don't even know what to do with that. So you said yeah, so too, I, uh, right? All right. Uh, yeah. Did uh, let's see. Did White have it for like five minutes? Yep. Yeah. All right. Maybe so have a cup of there. coffee. Tanahashi. Oh, yep. That's four. Did you get a full off? Um. All right. Uh, this is gonna be tough. So, oh, now Naito. <laughs> yep. So that's five. <laughs> oh. He might he might get oh, to the uh, whoopie do. Oh oh man, uh, this the the sixth one I the sixth one's gonna blow my mind and I, I just I, I don't have the idea on it. Um, it's so I, obvious, I but it's I not Alex, like, in a way. Alex Jordan might hit you with that Kyle <laughs> Rudolph push off in the end zone. Sorry, dude, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Stop I'm gonna the <laughs> Oh man. Uh, I, I, I see Suzuki even though it's not. So who who is the last one? That would be tight. How has Minoru never won? Um, yeah, no, quick, no, don't say it, don't say it. I'm gonna give no, you. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna give a clue. Oh, go ahead and give your clue because I have a good clue too for him. I was going to say Royal Rumble, and I was gonna say Ryan Cook's biggest radio blunder sound effect ever. Oh God. Is that? I don't. Oh God, AJ Styles. Yeah, there you go. Is it AJ? <laughs> oh wow, there we go. Good job, Jordan. I, though, but yeah. six men in like nine years, where the WWE has six in like four months sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> it, which I think is, it, it's impressive. Six in nine years is awesome. I, I really do think that's really cool. I think it's it's much akin to almost. Again, uh, the, the 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 legitimacy of a sport, so to speak, is is only as good as the the dynasties that are in it. You know, uh, as much as uh, I, I like to say, remember the the Tutes and, uh, and and that they beat the Patriots, but the Patriots are a dynasty. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and but uh, awesome. but it's one of those things where again, just the specialness of of those trophies or those championships, and obviously New Japan does that correctly. Um, oh, with, totally. With majority, with the majority, if not all of their their, their championship belt. Beautifully said. And what's crazy is the man deserves to carry the Olympic torch this year, the Olympics, uh, over in Japan. Because what what was the stat? I think I read earlier, Ryan. Okada had what forty six of the heavyweight defenses out of like sixty four. Jeez. God, man, he's. I, it I was just, like an insane stat like that where you're like, yeah, that guy's the workhorse. That guy is the truth. You know, like we brought this up earlier too, and, and you know, Suit jumped in with us tonight, which makes me happy. I, I want to ask you this, Suit. Is there any argument to anybody else for the rest of the decade that isn't Kazuchika Okada for last decade? Like, can you put anybody else over him? I mean, you could... I mean, you could argue Tanahashi because that was the feud of the decade, but Okada yep. had two different 
nominees for Feud of the Decade because you got Omega there too. <laughs> so it's like you can make an argument, but it won't be a very good one. <laughs> I mean, even like business-wise, ticket-wise, growing the company-wise, it was just I, – I, I had said Okada's one. And if you want to go to the next step, it's probably like a like a Tanahashi. And I know this is unpopular, but you know, I, I I said to Alex, I think I put John Cena on the list too because he was in the the only real memorable shit from WWE. If you really think about it, the Punk, the Daniel Bryan, the 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 the, the Owen stuff. I mean, it just it was it was kind of flat. Like I I I've had somebody come to me and say Okada was not the best in the last decade. Wise, it was Chris Jericho. Because he's the most entertaining person when I turn on the TV. But I don't think you understand what like MVP of the decade is. But I've had I've had conversation with people and people told me I'm crazy and I've heard people say there's not even an argument. So it's just it's it's interesting to think about. Like I don't think anybody else can can get to that that level of what he did in in that decade. Are we talking Baron Corbin? The, uh... Oh God, Jordan, what are you, <laughs> Jordan, dad, what are you saying? I said, obviously, uh, whose dad, who dad was at WrestleMania last year? Uh, oh, the Miz. Miz. <laughs> the Miz's dad. The Miz's dad is obviously uh, wrestling. <laughs> you know what's crazy? That seemed like that was like a 2012 gimmick. That just happened like 10 months ago. Well, that's because his hair was from 1993. <laughs> that's so true. That's exactly what I just thought of. I was like, it's because of the hair. Here we go. Suit Williams, what is the number one moment of 2019 from The Miz's dad? Go. Ooh. <laughs> Him squaring up the shame. Gotta be. Oh, yeah. That picture, man, where he's putting up his duke because I'm assuming he's saying it in his head. And then Shane helping him with his stance before he beat him up. to be in the conversation for wrestlers a decade. Screw that. Hey, if the Miz, you know, if the Miz doesn't want to, maybe his dad wants to change the culture. My God. Talk about How about that tweet? About ever being on uh, on wrestling, <laughs> I'm just gonna say whatever I want. Kiss my ass. I work for Fox. <laughs> like Jesus. But he's gonna win the Rumble, right? Oh no! Is it Edge gonna win the Rumble? He's not wrestling again. <laughs> I thought Did you Cody see Big Show's reaction. Ooh, oh, Cody's gonna tight. win. Oh, spoiler and then, alert. Will the forbidden door then be open or closed, according to Cody? (laughs) It's the worst. They're already in cahoots anyway. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I thought, like, Omega and everyone was going to jump, like, the whole roster at uh, Dash. I was like, hey, that could happen. (laughs) And then they give this finger to Tony Khan for no reason. Like, he's... Ha ha, we screwed you. And he's like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> he's Speaking got quarterback dash issues quick. to uh, worry about now. <laughs> Speaking of Dash, too? real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speaking of Dash, can we talk about that? Um, 
Goto and Ishii versus Shingo and Evil Tag Match. Oh, my God. God. (laughs) That that was as good as anything on Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. When... When they so I'm I'm sitting here and I got my Microsoft Word sheet open because I realized my handwriting so bad when I kept a notebook I couldn't read anything so I keep every show on Word now. God, and what I'm an old there, mark! And I'm typing as they're talking and when when they announced that match I just kind of stopped I was like oh oh shit that's happening tonight <laughs> like, somebody's gonna die <laughs> this is this like, is the new Japan tag division it's like. In the last three days, it's blown up. There's like <laughs> six different teams oh, now. What? What? We got what do you Juice. Yep. Like we got Finn Juice. We got God. We got Abushi and Tanahashi. That's dope. Yeah. Oh, what would you name their tag team, by the way? The Ooh. Pretties. Nice golden Aces. Father and Son. Ooh, get it. The Golden Aces. That was a seriously tight answer, actually. I'm like, oh, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. Should I propose yeah, this earlier? Would you need a nice undercard uh, undercard match for Dominion, like third from the top? What about doing Obushi and Tanahashi against Kenta and Jay White? I was thinking this um, Obushi Tanahashi team is going to lead to and a Bushi Tanahashi, a Bushi Tanahashi match at Dominion. One on one. Okay. Not that anybody turns, but a Bushi wants to like, you know, he does the Kamagoye. Kamagoye mm-hmm. is surpassing the gods. He wants to surpass Tanahashi. Oh, he needs that revenge for 2018 G1 final. Yeah, Ooh, I'm okay with that too. Let's see all the once again, guys. This is this is what happens when you book correctly. You give everybody so many so much exciting things and so many happy things. And oh my goodness and gracious! There's so many weapons on the roster. You could there's so much they could do. Like Sonata is going to be a player this year. Yeah, yeah they're going to be You got Kenta. You got Shingo. There's just so many guys on the bench that Ghetto can just pull up and go, hey, yep. go ahead. Well, that's, we talked about that earlier. Think of, think of WWE had Hideo Itami for like four years, and in six months, Gato made him a main eventer. Like, it just, it's just got hard. It's in his simple. first nights with the company, they made him <laughs> like that. He beat up a dude that's not even supposed to get touched just to draw the uh, biggest heat. They, they still got to do something uh, about it, man. They got to do think that. About, that's the think about this. Think about how Moxley came off as soon as he left. Think about how Kenta came off as soon as he left. Mm-hmm. How many yeah. guys in that company could pull this off? Now, granted, it's not Luke everybody. Harper, honestly, or, or Brody Lee. Honestly, I think he could be a huge standout for anyone. He, yes, I agree completely. Now, not everybody's going to be Moxley and uh, Kansas. You know, you're going to have some 10 guys. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> you're going to have, um, what's his name? Um, there's no way Jose still worked there. Yeah, I think he got squashed on Monday by McIntyre. Did you know Drew McIntyre is oh. a face? Cause I didn't. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're getting him what? over. I was like, what the they're hell? Lacey Evans of Monday over. Night Raw? <laughs> like, Keep an eye on McIntyre. Heyman's getting him over. What is they're this, 2018? Him 
Letting them talk, keep an eye out. Do you know McIntyre hasn't won a pay-per-view match in like over a year? (laughs) Not as bad as Rusev. Yeah, that's not surprising. That was crazy, but I mean, I I like I like him. I I think he he's doing a formidable job right now. Could he take on Lesnar at Mania? Yeah, I would watch that in a heartbeat. I think he it would he could pull Lesnar into a fifteen minute match, and then him get his moment. Yeah, I think it, it's something that was supposed to happen ten years ago, and I think it's something that was supposed to happen a couple of years ago. Injuries, of course, you know, has always plagued him, and yeah, shoot it while it's hot. It's pushing someone new, and it's not new to that position. And I think it'll be good because, yeah, he's wrestling, I would say, better now than he did when he started. Right. He's better now, and they're giving him – they're putting him in a role that's better for him, I think. Yeah? Yeah, I agree. And his ex-wife was on Tremaine. So, thanks. And other things, but we won't get into that. What? So here's here's another name for you while you're thinking about the other one. Look at Juice Robinson. C.J. Parker was oh, a yeah, joke. And like he comes in there, and I know it's not going to be the same because you could argue TNA before WWE, but another guy WWE clamored for and then didn't know what to do with, and you know it's eight years later. But look at Lance Archer. If you would have told your friends oh, Alex who are big WWE great. fans Dude. that that Vance Archer from ECW is the guy wrestling Dean Ambrose as they were WWE I fans. Wrote, so what the hell? I wrote this. I wrote this on my, um, on the Wrestle Kingdom review I did for Voices of Wrestling. Lance Arch is 42 years old. He broke his back two years ago and he is having the year of his career. Yeah. Oh, you, you know, you mentioned the five-star matches suit earlier. The first match I went five stars, I think, all year was Osprey and Archer from the G1. Oh, and, dude, I was live for that. It was incredible. Oh. 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 God, so you I had to go to Dallas. I had live. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, if you would have told me that it took seven months to get a five-star match and it's with Lance Archer, I would have laughed at you. But it was incredible. Hey man, he got the ball and he ran with it, man. Totally. Look, if, totally. if, if, if Dean Ambrose or John Moxley didn't get buried by a typhoon, you know, we went to got that awesome Archer-Moxley match. I mean, it was, God, it was so good. And it felt like, I know with AEW, we're getting Moxley and all this stuff, and it is what it is. But this felt like, you know, I, and I say this because literally right now, underneath my WrestleCast radio hoodie, uh, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Get yourself your WrestleCast t-shirts. We we, we appreciate it. We we got a new a new uh, shirt coming out. Do you even do you Puro bro? It's coming out soon. It's gonna be a hot seller, I promise. But uh, I'm wearing my Kamikaze USA Dragon Gate shirt uh, from John Moxley's days back when he was with Yamato and everybody. Um, it felt like that when he worked Archer. This felt like. His, his feud with Jimmy Jacobs in there when, when we were in Chicago, Alex, and he put mm-hmm. the, a, a basically a burlap sack or a, a straight jacket, whatever the hell it was, over Ju- or Jimmy Jacobs, ties a chain around the sack jacket, whatever, and beats him with a folding chair until they stop the match. That's what this, this Moxley felt like to me. And Lance Archer was there for every bit of it. And, oh, God, it was so good. And it was so 
like it's good. It's not going to get the accolades and the praise it deserves because of what everything else was we saw. But damn it, that match was good, man. That match deserved every bit of praise that it should have got. I think it went four oh, and yeah. quarter on it. It was so fun, man. It was so fun. What did I go on that match? I went four and a quarter as well. Like it was just like like you mentioned, man. I I think my my and this is going to be crazy to think. But one of my, my most improved wrestlers, I'm looking at my awards, is Lance mm-hmm. Archer. And as you said, Suit, 42 years old, coming off two years ago, breaking his back. And this guy might win my most improved wrestler of the year. And this dude I mean, diving over ropes and just doing <laughs> insane maneuvers and, and getting Superman. just brutalized. Oh, DDT in between tables. Oh my God! The D- Joke guys. slamming dudes on the other dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Joke slamming the awesome. young boys on the Moxley. Launching them. Launching them. He just speaking of which. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, that young boy he choke slammed was Gabriel Kidd. I saw this dude t- like three years ago in um the What Culture promotion. Keep an eye on him. He's got a singles match coming up on the New Beginning Tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. I saw that. I remember I reading his who... name and be like, who was that guy? Very cool. Very cool. Keep an eye Very on him. Tall. 23, tall, gotten in good shape at the dojo. Keep an eye on him. Lance Archer was like, like it was, he was like playing Rampage, where he's reaching in buildings, grabbing the people to eat with the way he was just throwing these young lions at people. Like, it was... This match was just bonkers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I look at this stuff like, what is going on here? And they took all perceptions that a Japanese table doesn't break, and they did the the proverbial, as I've used already once tonight, hold my beer, and they put that bitch to the crowd. <laughs> I mean, get out of Dodge with it. It's just, it's it's the show was. I can't fathom how fun this was. And so many people were nervous, including myself. It's two nights. They're only, you know, they got these random four way or eight mans and random this and random that. Why is there this? And why is there that? And I understand how everyone had reservations on a lot of this stuff, but I just, I can't get over how much these show delivered. I mean, one match that I don't think is getting talked a lot about. I think, what did, what did I, let me, let me pull up my uh, old-timer Microsoft Word for you, Alex. I would pour the corner <laughs> on this pitch, too. Rapungi 3K beat El Fantasmo, Taiji Shimori. Um, I loved this junior tag match. Yeah. El Fantasmo does a rope walk and then moonsaults back into the ring just to back-rank Shotanaka. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> and I, I will say this, and, and this is it's going to be kind of a weird comparison, I think, because they're, you're not going to think charisma because you don't see, like, the promos and you don't hear a lot of this stuff. But El Fantasmo has some of the funnest charisma where he reminds mm-hmm. me in a way of Kyle O'Reilly, where it's like the awkwardly tight charisma. It's that Canadianness. I mean, and, you kind of have that charisma. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take you it. You saunter. I, I, I try. I, I got had you a, a drink I, or two. I did the too sweet and had a stroke on my floor when he came out because I was kind of drunk at this point because Liger had just retired. So I, I pounded half of the a little bit of bubbly bottle that we got sent to us and uh, 
Um, I think I had about five beers before that too, but oh, and we were watching Stardom, so we were drinking before that too. So I was, I was kind of ready to go. I'm not gonna lie about it, but I, you know, I was, I was imitating a little Phantasmal, and Taiji Shimori came out and looked like somebody I fought in a video game. I was like, this dude's tight as hell. <laughs> um, oh, funny. I, I don't know. I like that else... match a lot. You know what, what was an underrated match? I would say Chris Jericho's best match I've seen out of New Japan. It just seemed fluid. But when you have a partner, a dance partner, as in the ace Hiroshi Tanahashi, it's kind of hard to have a bad match. I thought this told a great story. It was technically sound. I love the classic throwbacks by both. Hell, Tanahashi... Cosplaying as uh, as emo Jericho was amazing in that build up oh. video. That blew my mind. I was like, he's getting into the mind games. Awesome. The lion tamers Dead. we saw. These legends. <laughs> awesome match. That honestly, out of the the twenty seven matches that I think uh, these two nights had combined, this is probably in my top five of the night, if not maybe four. It was just an awesome match. I've watched this one a few times by now. Just both wrestlers, the top of their game in their 40s, saying, hey, guys, follow that shit. And how, and how smart were these two to put that AEW title thing uh, up on the line, too? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you know these guys went into business for themselves on that. And it's like, who's going to tell them no? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I thought that yeah, if you're Tony Khan, you'd be like, uh, yeah, you do that. <laughs> well, I mean, it immediately everybody I talked to went, well, thanks for the spoiler. Now we know Tana's winning, and I was like, don't be so sure. These guys might. I was the other way. Mm-hmm. The yeah, young you bucks were like, hold my beer. <laughs> you saw, and, and that was, but but it was brilliant. It was perfect because everyone goes, well. Oh my God, Tanahashi's gonna win! Oh my God, Alex, you told me you saw because you want that. You you saw the thing too that that uh, I don't know if it was somebody it was advertised in Chicago or wherever you saw it, but uh, that Tanahashi Jericho was the main event of the the AEW pay per view. Oh no, I said it would no my I was fantasy booking. I said wouldn't it be cool because then you can lead that. Okay. No. Yes. but it but it had people going like it was perfect. Yeah. And again, it, to to reiterate what Suit said, I mean that stipulation was was brilliant. And to, in a way, it brings you know the the cool snobby Japanese wrestling fans who are like, oh yeah, AEW, huh? I mean, Chris Jericho already has the cred. Um, and and just to kind of add that, maybe then they start watching that product, you know, in in that aspect. So I think it helps both companies in that way. Cause again, you see Jericho in his what third straight dome, uh, you know, match up here with new Japan, you know, hoping for many more here. And, uh, you know, if he can deliver it like this, yeah, I want to see him go against the young crop. You know, I, I would love to see a rematch with evil hell. Give, give me Osprey and Jericho, the conflicting of styles, the past and the now, how cool is that? And of course, Jericho saying, I'm not the past. I am the now. Like, how crazy cool would that match be? Um, and hell, just throw another Jericho Moxley in New Japan, because why the hell not? That'll never happen. 
But give me Jericho and Tomohiro Ishii, Big Tom. How awesome would that be? Just because he's growling at him. He said they need to work together. I'm glad. I mean, like, Sue was 100% right, I think, with this, is that they went to business with himself because Jericho's postgame said it. I mean, you're right, though, man. This was This was so good. I think this is my favorite Jericho New Japan match. I know a lot of people love the Omega one. Um, I I was there for the Naito one. I, I will say, yeah. you know, it was it was a lot of fun seeing. But the biggest thing I remember was Chris Jericho's acoustics in that dome. Twenty five rows from the ring, I could hear him going, "Come on, Naito, you son of a bitch!" Like I could hear him fantastically. So <laughs> that's my biggest memory of that match. Um, shout out to the the beer girls who walk around the Tokyo Dome with like Gatorade backpacks with uh, like they're going to fill up your drink and they just fill you up with beer. Uh, Tokyo Dome, God bless you. Uh, Whoa. Tremendous for that. Yeah, I was like, what the hell? Oh, okay, you're just going to fill my... All right, thanks. And you, yeah, but anyway, it's different. But I mean, <laughs> it, it, just, it shows how smart these two were that they were able to go, all right, you know, we're both not what we were, but we're so smart and so good at what we do. We're still gonna put something out that's gonna blow people away. I mean, wait, what do you what do you think, Sue? Was this where, where do you put this on the Jericho scale in New Japan? Uh, unfortunately, I haven't had a chance to watch this match yet. I had the uh, the video stream problems with New Japan World. Oh, so, gotta watch that Japanese. God, I, I hated was, that. I was the frame rate was appalling. Yeah, I saw the Liger retirement match, and then I went back. I saw. Moxley Juice. I saw Suzuki come out afterwards, which was awesome. <laughs> then I fell asleep, and then I went back and watched uh, Okada Naito as soon as I woke up. Yeah, nice, I, that, nice. That's, that's, uh, that's similar to, to what happened to me. Was it night one when we get the the Suzuki Goon Eight Man, and they're not coming out to Kaze Nina Ray? I was pissed. I say, I, it yeah, seemed but... like the rumors were true. Yeah, to when me, they like, did that, oh, I was there's, like, oh, he's out. Suzuki's out. That's there's it. All, the, all hail Saber. Man. And then that was just build up for night two, man. Oh, <laughs> That's just <laughs> next level thinking right there. <laughs> Once again, it's, it's, it's exactly what the answer is. You have one word answer to fix your, promo- fix your promotion. The answer is Gato. <laughs> it's just... I... I you want to get I, Roman Reigns over? How do you do it? Gato. Gato. Ah, I posed that question to these guys. I said, because we started talking back and forth and mentioned the rumble and stuff. I said, how do you get Roman over? I'll give you a one-word answer. Gato. It's just the only guy I think that could get this guy over. Like, it's just, and this is, this is why Gato has to go down as one of the greatest bookers in professional wrestling history, if not ever. Because when you look at Okada, with what he was in that decade and Tanahashi and how new Japan became such a huge player. And, you know, just everything we've seen where they, they spawned on the bullet club, which sorry, all you new Japan haters, because you're AEW marks, but bullet club spawned your company because of the elite <laughs> Gato has been responsible for so much of this last decade. He, I mean, this dude's a first ballot, you know, observer hall of famer. It's just, it's, it's, remarkable how smart he is. And he always says he just bases it off of watching Southern wrestling. 
I'm a ter- <laughs> southern territory guy. You know what I mean? It's just crazy. Uh, but he doesn't he, like. I don't. I don't know. Like I, I love it. I just, I can't get over how how smart he is. I'm glad he didn't break his neck when Kotobushi, uh super kicked him, and he burnt gun to the bottom rope a la Butterbean uh, before <laughs> falling off the go. No, oh no, that's it, Gato. I just, it just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how else you have anybody that could do what he's done to help resurrect this company. I, and I hope we can get more bookers like this. I mean. You know, I talk about my love for pro wrestling, Noah. I, I didn't know until a month ago that that I should be crediting the success of this to, to the Sawa Rung guy. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, are you are you literally telling me this guy is the, responsible for this? It's the same, I'm sure, people that, that know we are Chato and Gatto, F you, would, would think when you look I'm at this guy. I'm still waiting for my shirt. <laughs> like that, that's the reason that, that guy with the beard and which by the way did you notice uh, Damnation's version of that but they, they care for the government which is tight oh yeah like we're from mother oh, not Earth government the environment no yeah. no not the government the environment I apologize once you get shout out to uh, Tatsuya Endo tagging with Seahawks strong heart yeah. Damnation yeah. combination good lord I cannot await oh, to see more Stronghearts in uh, in DDT again. God, it's just it's it's such a good time to be a wrestling fan. Suit, let me ask you. Oh no, you didn't see it. I can't ask you about it. I, I'm going to retract my statement. I wanted to ask you about Goto Kenta, but you didn't see Goto Kenta, did you? Oh yes, I did. I went back and saw it. Yeah, what would you think of Goto Kenta? How does Goto? Like, <laughs> how do I not care about him for like 363 days of the year? For these three days, he's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. How did he do it? Like, this is every year. It's like early on in the G1 for him. It's crazy, man. Great match with Kenta. Kenta's awesome. We went over that. But, Mm -hmm. but yeah, four and a quarter, easy. It's two dudes beating each other up. Uh, now we get Goto and Shingo. Oh my God! Let's go! Oh my God! Oh, I cannot wait. The cards they have coming up. Yeah, I I I, I don't tuned. know if I can say the same for the the U.S. shows. They're not bad or anything, but when you no, see the too much Yoshihashi, thing, too much. Yeah, what the hell? Well, I, listen, those are like God damn, that's a lot of Yoshihashi. Things. Like, I know <laughs> Disgusting. Sorry. Who is a fan of his? I think I saw one during an event. Who buys so the merch? Could you, because you know, there's some kids. Is he New Japan's he Virgil? To, he got to the merch stand and he's like, hey, and they're like, what can we get you, kid? He's like, I want that Yoshihashi shirt, the one with the staff and the tail on it. All right, kid. There you go. Right. Does that happen? Does that really happen? I don't know, but I'd, uh, poor Yoshihashi. I'd hire tried. a kid to punch that kid. <laughs> you remember they tried to get him over like a couple of months ago, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> what? To be fair, he had a pin. Yeah, 
Yeah, like he popped you hard. I'm like, mm. all right. Oh. So let's be let's be fair here. Yoshihashi. Yoshi Remember when he came back from his injury and his big comeback match? He took the pin. <laughs> <laughs> That's so Hashi. Dang, that's like a Disney. I will never forget when he ran to the ring and tripped. Like, the, yeah. it was like a shockmaster Titus O'Neil all over face. again. Yeah. And, and he then he came the back from the injury and got pinned. <laughs> do, you, do you remember when he came to the ring and he threw like the softest gimmick punch because he had no idea what country he was in? And Jay Light was like, all right, brother, I'm just throwing you out of the ring. Just shit tandem, like, hey, you can just leave now. Uh, it was the thing. You know, was he the mole? We never, that was, that's the, like the one new He's Japan. totally the mole. He's the mole's mole of of life, of chaos. We never got the payoff. That was like the one angle we never Ghetto got the payoff. was the mole, because he turned, because that was Ghetto, that was when Ghetto turned. Oh, yeah, maybe that's what it was. There you go. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. No, Yoshiashi's still a mole. Come on. <laughs> he just he, looks like one. He's, he's like that guy mole. who goes to high school and he's 40. He's like, hey, guys, do you know who's got the Wi-Fi? 22 Jump Street reference. Boom. Or no, that was the first one. He He's he's such a mole that he chose to break his face so he couldn't help Okada. That he took one for the team and just hasn't unveiled it yet. That's Good why God. he's the ball. Yoshihashi. Oh, I feel bad. Hey, quick, like, quick, 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 hard. Hey, quick I question right. for I you said, guys. I said, real, uh, last thing I got, I said, David Finley's going to win a title before Yoshihashi. And he did. Oh, God. That's gross. Give me my victory. That's hey, gross. Yoshihashi won uh, his first Wrestle Kingdom match in nine tries. Oh, man. Yeah, that for that. Take quick that, quick question before we go to Liger um, to to close the show here. Um, who who's the I, I would say representative of New Japan for the Intercontinental Championship? Is it Tetsuya Naito or Shinsuke Nakamura? Because I thought about that, I was like, wow, Naito over the last couple of years to me is like your Intercontinental Champion. He is your number two. And then I was like, wait, Nakamura was that, you know, kind of in the early aughts and, and whatnot, where I was like, huh, interesting. So who signifies to you 10 years down the line the, the, the IWGP Intercontinental Champion? Is it Tetsuya Naito or Shinsuke Nakamura? Suit, I'll give you the floor first. I'll put you on the spot because I don't want to be on the spot because that's a good-ass question. <laughs> For me personally, I would say it's Naito, but I think generally, I don't, I don't know, because they've done this whole story with Naito not being able to get away from the Intercontinental title, mm-hmm. and then him realizing it's his destiny to hold them both, so maybe it is more Naito than Nakamura at this point. That's a good I like, question. I like that. Because... Nakamura gave on to like see what they could do when he elevated the title to the point that they made event it over Naito for the mm-hmm, IC. Right. And you look at you look at Nakamura and his trajectory of being able to be that guy to raise the prestige. This 
it felt like 80s Intercontinental Championship where you, yeah. you made sure your IC title was as important as the heavyweight title so you could main event the B shows with it or, you know, your extra shows. And, and Nakamura was doing that for sure. And I'm not saying Naito didn't, but Nakamura was on pace where you were ready to – I was ready to put him – you know, this guy's one of the best wrestlers of the decade. You know, his, his, his first six years were tremendous. And then he went to the E, and I mean, I don't remember anything about it. And then he faced AJ Styles at SummerSlam. Or his balls, and just punched him the whole time. Um, so that's, that's, damn, that's a good question. I'm going to just be the difficult one, and I'm going to go Nakamura. I'm going to go the other side. Ooh. Just because he did a uh, main event over Naito at that Wrestle Kingdom? or Wrestle Kingdom 8, the last guy to come to the ring of that show was, was Shinsuke Nakamura with pole dancers. I mean, <laughs> what, what, I mean, I love that. Tits, now, 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 to be fair, Tetsuya Naito throwing the title in the air 100 feet is one of the funniest things it's I've a, ever amazing. seen in my life. Mm-hmm. But man, Shinsuke Nakamura was shit. God, he was so good. I'm going to go Nakamura. I'm going to go the different route. Fun fact, they both have five title reigns. So now time. <laughs> Do you know the combined days? Uh, no. No. Okay. Wait. I'm, I'm going to Wikipedia that shit. Wait, wait. Uh, uh, wait, no, that that's a lot. Of, oh, 901 days for Shinsuke Nakamura and 503 ongoing for Tetsuya Naito. I will wow. say almost double. Seventeen Damn combined it. defenses for Shinsuke Nakamura, the king of strong style, uh, to Tetsuya Naito's five. Wow, you know that's that's insane to think about. He has two IWGP Heavyweight Championship victories or, or, or reigns now, and he has five IC title reigns. And he, I don't think he successfully defended the the heavyweight once. I think he lost it immediately after Invasion Attack at Dominion to Okada. <laughs> no, he and, got... Uh, he It was Ishii beat. He got one defense. Oh, he did have one. That's right. Was that at Dentaku? I believe so. Because I think Dentaku... Yeah, you're right. Wow, I need to go on Major... New Japan World and watch that. Because <laughs> yeah, Invasion I didn't know Attack that existed. Was... Was April because that's what Secure Genesis was. Yeah, so it had, yeah, it was Dontaku because Dontaku was the May show, and then June was the the Okada. So he's had he's only had six title offenses and seven reigns so far. That's insane to think about. Is- and look at their heavyweight championship reigns. Then I mean, obviously Tetsuya Naito is what is this his second? Yeah, um, his second. He, you know, it, it's it's obviously it's blown through the roof uh, since he's won it. Uh, but, you know, and then Shinsuke Nakamura, you know, his first couple of title defenses, not so, or reigns, I should say, not as successful. Um, so, I mean, they, they kind of mirror in, in that stage, too. Again, the, the, the case is out there for Naito's reign here. Um, thanks, Sports Illustrated. Apparently, you know, we won't get into that. Google it if you want, but um, <laughs> but you know it's just it's it's crazy to to see how much they parallel and and what they mean to to Japanese wrestling and as you know we we can watch now through YouTube or New Japan World you know to to this current generation and just kind of see where they they stand in the lore you know ten years from now. Man, it's it it's just 
it's crazy. Are they the like, Brett and Shawn Michaels of New Japan? Ooh, that's interesting. Explain. Explain thought on that one. I mean, I would say, I mean, yeah, I mean, they're, they're known for the their, their heavyweight championship matches, meaning, you know, Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. But I primarily always define them as intercontinental champions. Like, that's my favorite belt of all time. Just because, again, that was the worker belt. Those are the matches that, you know, especially as I gotten older and rewatched them, appreciate them a hell of a lot more than their their uh, championship matches. Yes, iconic moments with Shawn Michaels. Yes, you know, Bret Hart wrestled The Undertaker with a fake mask, I think. Wait, maybe that was Diesel. Anywho, oh no, they did face it with the mask. Um, God, do you remember that gimmick? The purple on that. Just like a Viking purple. Um, oh, but, uh, yeah, sorry, I'm a Bears fan. I apologize, Suits. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but I don't know. I, I just see them, you know, as the work rate guys, the the guys that had a rabid fan base. Now, don't get me wrong. I mean, Okada is is amazing, and and his fan base is just as big. But you could say Naito, you know, sometimes overtakes the the reception and and you know just the admiration of the crowd on a night by night basis. Even when you know you could say his you know uh, storylines and and matches have kind of stalled since uh, twelve there. So that's where I kind of see in that comparison. Yeah, you know, uh, for me, the what's memorable is their their IC, uh, you know, kind of reigns more so than than the other. That's a good take, man. It's it's an interesting thought to have. Um, God, it's just—I'm blown away, man. Wrestle Kingdom was so good. It was such a fun. So talk Liger, since you guys are, you know, Liger aficionados. I—I don't know. I'm going to say this, and and this isn't this isn't trying to make the cop out answer, but I—I don't have my Liger speech ready yet. Like, I—I thought about this, and I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here watching. I'm going. My my favorite player of all time in all four major sports and arguably in pro wrestling have all retired in like the last five years. And it, I just like, man, it, dude, it's Craig Hill retired many years before that. Oh, Craig Hill, Mark Price, baby. Come on. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow jacket. I mean, Kobe, Timo Solani. Um, I know it's not the most popular, but I was, a diehard A-Rod fan and uh, Peyton Manning all call it quits. Liger calls it quits. And I was just like, this, this sucks. <laughs> I was like, man, I, cause I, I've had, I've had to, to tr- you know, to, to try to step into so many different roles now because I've cheered for the same person since, you know, late nineties for football, mid nineties for baseball, early nineties for hockey, late nineties for, uh, or mid nineties for, for, for basketball Liger since 1991 when I first saw him. And, and I was just like, damn, you know, wrestling's easy to fix, but you know, I still don't have somebody in hockey that I'm infatuated with. Like I should, I mean, obviously I named my kid Sydney after Sidney Crosby because I, I, you know, Crosby played high school hockey in Minnesota big fan of them but it just doesn't feel right you know I look at I look at the NFL I can't find somebody that I have the same 
I, I mean, I had Peterson, but he's a he's a Redskin now, and he was a Saint, which pissed me off. No offense to the Saints, but it's just it's it's just I, I don't have that connection. And when Lager retired, I was just like, God, this sucks, man. I'm just bummed, and I don't think I have my my speech ready yet to get into the Liger piece yet. And I know that's a bad answer, but I don't know. Shit. No, it's a fair answer because it's a very important. I mean, I, I know how much Liger means to you. I, I feel bad that I got to see Liger uh, be, before you um, take, on, take on take on Dentrus. I, look, here's something for you, Suit. Here's here's a quick uh, here's a quick little thing for you. And I want, and then you know you can say your piece on Liger if you have something. I I've been a diehard Liger fan since 1991. You know it's it's been 19 years. I live in Minnesota, and he was in the opening match at the Mall of America. And my mom refused to drive to the Mall of America because she didn't want to go through traffic. And then I go to Tokyo, and I see. Wrestle Kingdom and New Year's Dash and Liger doesn't work either shows. I have never in my life seen Shushin Thunder Liger wrestle. And it it's one of the worst things I can say that I never chopped off my bucket list. Like, I cannot believe he was in my state and I didn't go. I was in his country, in his home, and I didn't see him. So every year in September, my mom gets a call out on all his social media platforms and on this radio show where I call her a five-letter word that you, you would call a dog. And I'm proud to say that I have. And I've done it for about 15 years uh, of my life, and only about four years on radio because that's how long we've been around. But, you know, Gene Anderson, I, I know you listen to the podcast, and you know what I think of you sometimes. I love you for bringing me into this world. <laughs> wow. It, you took Liger from me. You took away Juice Thunder Liger. Get him the like, figure, Gene. Did you see they, they have a black Liger figure yeah, it's now? Yeah, the unit Liger coming out, the CPU one. I said, okay. Oh. Want to make up for it? Bring CPU to my life. We'll, we'll have it. Um, Suit, you got any feelings on Liger? <laughs> I don't even know how big of a Liger fan you are. Man, I saw him in oh, Dallas you too, huh? for the U1. <laughs> <laughs> no, to be fair, Alex says one time he saw uh, Liger was tagging with Cheeseburger against the War Dogs. So I, I don't even count that shit. Dude, yeah, but I that's... saw the entrance and he was there and it was awesome. Um, a quick point Adrian Peterson, he wasn't a saint. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> Two weeks. I was like, that bastard. You traitor. You fumble four times the NFC Championship, and then you go over. Ah. Yeah, that that didn't count. Um, but, yeah, the Liger, <laughs> the Liger ceremony was beautiful, man, on Monday. Like, oh, my God. That was something else. They, when his wife and kid got in the ring, that, oh. that almost got me. I was very close to to the tears breaking out. Dude, when when they showed Tana crying, I I I was doing good, and then I then that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna lose it. And then the realization yeah. came in, and I was like, man. And then when they all sang the song, oh man, like this this is this is just too much. Thankfully, nobody was at my home for New Year's Dash. I did not invite anyone over back for the third night because I knew what was gonna happen that night. I was like, I just need to watch this by myself. Um, yeah. uh, it, 
you know, like I know that, like I know I'm, I'm a, I'm, I, I, I have to be somewhat of one of the bigger Liger fans because of I have so much merch and just history with them. But uh, like I, I, I want to know an honest opinion, Alex. If you remember, um, uh, old old podcast that used to be actually uh, with you guys with with the Voices Rusty guys, the the New Japan Purecast. We used to have Colin Miller come on and do. Um, yep. He was on for a live Dominion lead up show. We did a G one yep. final lead up show. Um, his co-host, I know, is probably a bigger Liger fan than I do. He has a tattoo of Liger, so I'm curious <laughs> um, to to hear. I I know that the Super J Cast did a did a show, and I'm curious to hear how how David McDonald took the uh, the Liger retirement. He's a diehard, I know, and I I'm not ready to get into it, like I said, but. Would you get a tattoo of Kobe Bryant wearing a uh, Liger mask? Whoa, that's a big, Kobe Bryant wearing a Liger mask with Timu Solani uh, hockey jersey on. <laughs> Whoa, what? Yeah, you're adding clothing. This is getting dark. Um, <laughs> I thought about that though. I was like, man, I've, I've always, I've never got. I'm too you thought about Kobe in a Liger mask? Wow. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> I'm I'm too big of a pussy to get a tattoo. But I was like, if I ever got Same one, here. I think it'd be cool to get Liger's mask on like my arm or something. God. I just Or just get your turn your son into a fan and then, you know, twenty years from now just like casually mention it off and on until he's like, you know what, Dad, I'm gonna honor you and get a Liger tattoo on my arm. I'm gonna go up and just go upstairs in his room and give him a hug. He's probably gonna start crying because I woke him up and wonder where the Paw Patrol video is. <laughs> just get him all Liger dolls and place them in the room. Replace I'm, the Paw Patrol, I, Liger Patrol. I mean, to be I'll fair, him, Liger uh, was a cop in that PSA, which is the greatest picture of all time. That's true. Maybe I can get a mini Liger mask and put it on Chase. Oh, perfect. Start the transition. Will it be as much as your $80 Kenny Omega teddy bear? No, which still pisses me off. Soon, I'm, I'm at the folks or the, the New Japan shop, right? And I decided to buy a New Japan tracksuit, which I've wanted since I was like 92. or No, probably 94 when the, when the Starcade, when they all wore the red jumpsuit or tracksuit. So I was like, I have to have one of these. Get my tracksuit. It's like 140 bucks. I buy Ryosuke Taguchi sunglasses. I buy a Kenny Omega teddy bear for my kid. And then I buy myself um, New Japan uh, Puro Wrestle Kingdom cologne because I thought it was hilarious. I get my receipt and it was like 220 bucks. Okay, whatever. I knew, I knew that it was 140. I assume the cologne is pretty damn expensive. It is what it is. I look at my receipt. The cologne was $7 and the teddy, the teddy bear was like $80. Like you mean to ch- tell me that's how much I paid for a Kenny Omega stuffed animal was eighty dollars, but your cologne was seven bucks. Like I, I don't know how that translates to the way we would shop over here, but man, there was like fifteen of those teddy bears leaving the building. What if somewhere in Rapungi? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, holy. What, what hell. if there was a vending machine of just Wrestle Kingdom cologne in in Rapungi? Oh, I would have probably popped some money into that. 
but it was all different scents, so it was like Wrestle Kingdom 4 is like a a minty scent or something like that. Wrestle Kingdom 4. That'd be dope if like Wrestle Kingdom 5, I think it was, or 6, was uh, like the scent of sweat and blood from when (laughs) Yuji Nakata and Kensuke Sasaki had a six-minute fight. Shoot, have you ever seen that match, Sasaki and Nagata from the from the Dome, like ten years ago? I have not. I have not. But that sounds good. When you have some free time, it's like seven minutes, and it's what you would want Sasaki and Nagata to do to each other, and that's what they do. Like it is, there's blood everywhere. <laughs> like these guys are like, All right, I'm gonna run my UG own. Nagata, be kidding me. Yeah, it, it's it's good. It's it's the same show, maybe it's five. I'm trying to get my, my main events lined up correctly in my head. Because <laughs> six was the Tanahashi one with Suzuki, I think it was, or Kojima, one of the two. Um, I think it was. It was the one that was Nakamura and Yoshihiro Takayama was on the show. Um, when When he had that weird Inoki title, I think it was. But it's that show, and it's it's Nagata. I think Control Terrorism Unit's on it in that show. But it's 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 Nagata and Sasaki. Watch that. I promise you will you will not uh, be disappointed whatsoever. But uh, we we we're we're on the podcastable side. We are no longer live. They have kicked us off the air. So we are just for all the people download and listen. Uh, wrap it up here tonight. Suit Williams, thank you so much for calling in. It's always a pleasure to talk wrestling with you. You're one of our favorite people to talk with. Plug everything you got as we always want you to do so people can read read your stuff, know where they can interact the whole nine yards for us. You can find me on Twitter, at Suit Williams. You can find my writing at VoicesOfWrestling.com. And you can hear me on the Smart Sports Podcast every week. We're going to be recording tomorrow our, voice, our uh, Wrestle Kingdom recap. So if you want to hear our thoughts in full, I'm going to get day two watched. And if you want to hear our thoughts in full, check that out. Smart Sports on iTunes and, uh, well, Apple Podcasts now. And uh, any good podcast catcher will pick it up. Check it out, guys. I, I'm, ex- I, I'm going to give it a listen because I'm, I'm curious on some of these other matches that Suit hasn't seen yet. Obviously, be like, be like Suit Williams, who, uh, who has just ordered his own WrestleCast shirt. ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Get yourself one of the shirts. Alex, it's a pleasure. Sunday night, we're dropping our awards. We still have a lot of Puro. We got Dragon Gate. We got DDT. We got All Japan. I got some Noah to talk. So we got a lot of stuff coming up in the next week here. Jordan, thank you for coming in. Sportscast Radio's own Jordan Jistra. I've kind of passed the mantle onto him as he has taken over that show. I feel like a proud father. We appreciate everybody who listened. Uh, shout out to Letty Leonard, Larry Dallas, giving us some love. Chris Shelton, giving us some love. Yeah. We appreciate you guys show, uh, showing it up. We, you, you guys with your commentary helps us uh, do what we do and, and give At the opinions. WrestleCast Appreciate Thank you for throwing that out because I forgot, Alex. Um, and, and, and same thing, all sorts of uh, anything you got, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, I, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio TuneIn, Anchor FM. We're on everything. So follow along. Once again, Sue, thank you so much for calling in, man. I love talking wrestling with you. It's always a pleasure, Alex. We'll see you guys on Sunday. Awards time, baby.